So uh, you want to make your axe. Yeah, so I'll go back to... Uh, you go to Mahim. Mahim. Oi! Nice to see you again, Toro. All good right. Well, Mahim. You got that uh, process stuff I was talking about? The yeah. Coral? It's a crate. <sighs> All right. I got uh, two pounds of it. Good stuff. All right, that should be enough. Uh, here's how this is going to work. Your axe, the price if you were to just go into a store and buy it, is 750 gold. What, the, the axe I'm about to make? Yes. Cool. However, how you do on these following blacksmith rolls well, will lower the price. Yeah, because you might need to buy more materials to make up for it or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What, uh, what rolls am I making here? So, you're going to make three successive uh, blacksmithing rolls, which I consider as either strength or dexterity, plus your proficiency, since you have proficiency. Well, definitely dexterity um, on that one. Yeah, dexterity for Toro. Yeah. Sure. No, I'm making strength. Uh, and I, I've been watching so much Forged in Fire, so now I understand how... Oh, my <laughs> God. Now like I understand how forging works a little bit better. Hey. I'm like, oh, I had no idea how this worked before, and now I do. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm honestly an expert now. Was that now. the one where they made the knives? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I yeah. It. It's like... It's like bladed cho- weapons. It's, it's yeah. chopped, but now, for forging. Yeah. It will kill. I watched it, yeah. <laughs> how does he say it? It will kill. That's a whenever you tr- whenever they yeah, test whenever out they your do knife and it doesn't cut testing. a sandbag, feels yeah, yeah. bad, man. And they're like, it will not kill. I'm like, bro, you couldn't even make a knife sharp. Like, what the fuck are you doing on this show? <laughs> Dude, they're stressed out, man. Okay. Anyways, All right, I'm going to make three ahead. of these successively. Yes. Okay. First one, here we go. We're starting off good. That's a 23. <laughs> yeah, that beat the DC in a half. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. All right. Okay. Uh, so, basically, for a Toro... Um, you have to work with this material, right? So you decide to do a, uh, I remember the name of it. I think it was some Japanese thing that they did in Fortune shit. Fire. But basically yeah. you get the steel and then yeah. you make like a little case of the steel and then you put the, like a bunch of balls in there of a, of like a harder steel. Okay. And then you fill that like chamber with the red, like processed the, coral, the coral powder yeah. and you close it off and then you put it inside of the forge and you heat it up. Oh. And then you have this like really white hot, like case of metal and then you start banging away at it now make your other strength okay yeah or strength check rather Ooh, not as good this one's a nine <laughs> okay so uh that one lowered the price by 50 this one raises it by 25 again so you're sitting at 725 right now oh, okay. uh so that one it takes you a while unfortunately and you kind of fuck up the process a few times so unfortunately you have to um at one point, you have to redo the whole thing, and then like at one point, you had to reforge it again. It kind of wastes a lot of time and okay. resources, unfortunately. Uh, but you are able to get it done, so that it's good. Make one more for finishing up and sharpening the blade. Wow, twelve. Twelve. Dang, dude. Sorry. A five, um, a two, and a sixteen. We're back at seven fifty. Uh, so. <laughs> Does that not take into account the fact that I have the raw material too, so we don't have to buy that? No, you don't have to buy stuff. Okay. But the thing is, seven fifty is for buying like the asteroid metal that you needed. Oh, oh okay. Because yeah, he's yeah. not just gonna give that sh- like expensive gotcha. that shit to you. Yeah. For free. Okay. Okay. So, God, dude, like, unfortunately, you have to. Uh, Big yikes! You lose a lot of money, unfortunately. But uh, you are able to finally. After hours of slaving away at this thing, it's really hard to make it. Uh, you've never had to work with coral before. You've never made a magical weapon, but at the end of it, you're pretty proud of the battle axe that you made, and you get Riptide. If you look in D and D Beyond, it's an item that you have now, mm. and that's seven fifty out of my pocket. Correct? Yes, it's yeah. a battle axe plus one, plus it has magical effects as well. Hey, okay. 
I believe it allows you to add 1d6 force damage to a hit uh, three times per long rest or something like that. I don't remember what I put. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Uh, does that conclude your turn? Or not your turn. Your free time for now. You may want to add something later. That's fine. Yeah. So you, at uh, the end of it um, all? Yeah. Uh, hold on. Let me see. kind of looking at the blade. Not a bad job, Toro. Well, we may want to add a... Uh, uh, let's uh, add a better handle than that one. Kind of looks a little rough. I'll, I'll make the handle myself if you don't mind. Sure, yeah, I mean... And Mahim kind of helps you out uh, with finishing up the weapon, but the blade itself is perfect. Shit. Yeah. All right. Jack, why don't you explain exactly what you're trying to do? Like as Jack or as... As Blake for now. So, Jack's decided that during free time, he wants to get a day job, right? And his day job is he wants to teach at a university on Saloon. (laughs) He wants to teach evocation magic. So, if it, like, only hires wizards, his plan is to pass himself off as an evocation wizard instead of a sorcerer. And also, he wants to be sort of like... (sighs) study like anthropology and like archaeology basically these other civilizations and come back to like his class after like adventures and basically talk about what he's been doing while he's gone and like show them so they can get firsthand experience i really like how we're spending a week here and you're getting the, a day job and you just come in and teach a class for a week this man this man is uh, an egomaniac like, um, dude what's his name i swear what's his name the guy at ut the actor Matthew McConaughey? McConaughey, yeah. He's just like McConaughey. He just shows up occasionally, teaches a class, and leaves. <laughs> I think he has longer than a week worth of classes. Probably longer though. than a week, yeah, but I think he's kind of like, uh, he kind of does that. He shows up for a semester, teaches a class, and yeah. leaves, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's gonna Jack's be me. really pushing it with the week thing, but... Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll like, it'll be like coming back and forth. Like, I'll have a yeah, substitute. I, they, probably won't, they probably won't start your class yet, just he's because you're only on here to like apply right now, but... <laughs> no, I, I yeah. want to start. Uh, Okay, sure, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that goes. All right, so what exactly... Okay, so um, Josephine tells you, Jack, there's a school called... Um, well, there's one magic school here in Saloon. It's called the Saloon School of Enlightenment. Uh, it's Sounds wizards culty, teaching but okay. children how to uh, how do magic. How old of children? Um, well, they're mostly teenagers. Ah, uh, yeah. delightful. Yes. Um very selective school very difficult to get into i went there myself Uh, i was part of the uh more of technological magic side of things um now is it only wizards that go there yes wizards and artificers um unfortunately i don't know what you're planning to do there i'm a wizard no jack you're not you've already told me this you're not i'm sorry okay hopefully it'll sound more convincing when i tell them i hope so too (laughs) Um, well, the headmaster of the school currently is Twitter users, uh, Oleander Adonis Monkshood Henbane V, also known as Ollie. Ollie. Yes. That's who I want to be when I grow up. Um, thank you, Twitter user. Uh, anyways, so, I mean, good luck. I'm not sure what your plan is, but I wish you all the best. And she, uh, kind of like, I, is this is like, I would say like the... 
day you're going for the interview or like to ask them or whatever. Yeah. Uh, what are you wearing? Uh, Jack's going to like change with his shift weave yeah. in order to look like he's like wearing like a suit. But, like, okay. It's like got like tails on it, you know? Mm-hmm. So he's going to look like a very dapper professor. Okay, cool. So very professor like, okay. Yeah. She kind of adjusts your like uh, shirt and she's like, um, good luck, Jack. Thank you. Okay. You That's how you're going to leave? No kiss on the cheek? Fine. And she gives you a kiss and you leave. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, fuck off. This is our love. All right. So you get there. Uh, you're at the Salon School of Enlightenment. You walk in. You see a... It's like a sort of tower almost um, that has like a little reception area for you to sort of... Is the receptionist a man or a woman? Uh, it's just an elf. You don't know. For Okay. Spectrum. Okay. Um, I'm going to walk out to the elf person. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, good afternoon. Is it afternoon? Yeah. Good afternoon to you. I was hoping if there's time today, I am here to apply for a position here at the School of Enlightenment. Interesting. Okay. Um, well, we were actually looking for help. I, are you responding to the ad we put in the paper? Uh, which one in particular? Uh, well, we had a few. We had one for a professor in divination. We had one for a professor in uh, evocation, and we had one for a professor in abjuration. Ah, uh, ev- I'm a evocation was it? Evocation. Understood. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Well, if you're free right now, we could do the interview. Of course. Um. Of course. Uh. Well, Barry Portly, he'll be the one. Uh, named by a Twitter follower. Thank you. Uh. He'll be the one who will interview you. I see. Why don't you um, follow me? And she okay. leads you inside, and then she uh, goes off to a sort of side room. Before, like, up. we get there, and like, and ask, is he a doctor? He's uh, one of the f- uh, top uh, wizards here at our school, and uh, he um, he does most of the hiring. You're fucked. What? You're getting interviewed by a fucking wizard. Have fun. <laughs> uh, he'll he'll talk to you. I'm a fucking wizard. Your sorcerer. Um, I expect that you would be. Uh, in any I'm case, saying that. And closes door. Well, wait here. Oh. Uh, about like thirty minutes go by. There's like a book or something you can read if you want or whatever. Um, I'm, ri- I'm writing. Oh, you're writing your book. That's right. Okay, so about thirty minutes go by. Uh, eventually, the door opens up and you see a halfling walk in, and he uh, walks up in front of you. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see. <laughs> so, Professor Mariam, uh, is it? It's a pleasure to meet you, Jackson. Nice to meet you, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I hear that you want to be an evocation professor. Well, I would like to be an evocation wizard. <laughs> yes, it is based on a real person. <laughs> oh, yes. Huh? No. Don't say it so close to the mic. Oh, no, it's like, literally, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I don't know the like guy's name, but basically, I was at, like, like, the job like expo thing right yeah and then like one of the recruiters he walked up to us right and there's like a group of like three of us okay and this dude like shows up and he's like mm-hmm. okay i'm like all right all right and then like the recruiter starts talking to all of us like he's just trying to give like like you know like the rundown of the company yeah i have never heard a voice more irritating in my life you think i'm joking when i say when i do this voice i'm not joking that's his exact fucking voice okay and he literally said, mm-hmm, okay, after every single 
sentence that the recruiter said. And this man <laughs> was talking for five minutes. So for five minutes of speech, after every sentence, I heard, mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the actual fuck? Uh, okay. All right, anyways. Um, <laughs> okay. I was actually an evocation professor on Tyrell. Um, so I have, I do oh, have experience. Real? Yes. Wow. I'm also mm-hmm. part of a crew. I'm the mm-hmm. captain of mm-hmm. our ship's name is not the Roman candle anymore. We call it like the Marlin now, right? Mm. I, I'm not, I'm not talking to, we call it the Marlin now, right? I, I don't know what you guys call the, it. I'm the captain of the you Marlin. You never came up with a name. To be fair. Uh, Duke Marlin right now. I'm the captain of the Marlin. Um, we mm. found this, we were adventurers on Trill and part mm-hmm, okay. in my off season of being a professor i went <laughs> mm-hmm, okay. i'm just not gonna give him a chance to talk <laughs> hang on you compose myself in the off season of when i wasn't teaching i was also an adventurer that would go with a captain mm-hmm, and okay. we eventually so i could go back and teach my students mm-hmm, about okay. what, what was what magic is in the real world also the history of evocation mm-hmm, magic okay it was really insightful and helpful for them okay. to do that and we found the ship that we found a ship that is what you are here okay and it was unfamiliar to us and then we just flew up and now we're sort of marooned on saloon and so i'm actually looking for work wow and i hope that my (laughs) (laughs) how can anyone listen i'm gonna look like fucking i'm going (laughs) viewership (laughs) 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 and then when i see like the stats like the like viewership stats i mean like "Mm, okay (laughs) so you know how you can like see like who's like if it's like going down yeah (laughs) no okay uh anyways continue it's okay dude (laughs) um so i was actually hoping you can actually tell me a little bit more about this position here Mm -hmm, okay um we just need someone to teach everyone, you know, evocation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, you sound like you're qualified. Can you show me a little bit of your magic, maybe? Like a, just a simple cantrip or spell? Mm-hmm. Okay. He, he's going to, like, snap his fingers and do, like, his ignite just ability. What is that spell? Uh, this is actually just because of who I am as any gestures to his race. Mm-hmm. He's going like, to do um, minor illusion, impressive oh, okay. digitation. And then it's like, I can obviously do firebolt, but I, I can shoot mm, balls of... Why don't you like, shoot that vase over there? And he's going to do his little finger. Mm-hmm, go, okay. Mm. And I suspect that you know how to, uh, you know, properly convey that information to others. How yes. to do it. Mm, okay. Well, let's go ahead. And he starts leading you over to a uh, classroom. And you see there's another professor teaching there right now in front of a bunch of like different like... There's a bunch of teenagers in, like, this room. Like, how many, would you say? <clears throat> There's 20. Okay. Yeah. And so he's, like, teaching them something. Uh, and he's like, mm-hmm, okay, this is one of our evocation classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you go ahead and, uh, Professor, could you move aside for a second? Um, what are you teaching them right now? Okay, well, uh, oh, Firebolt, perfect. Could you um, show them the equations related to Firebolt? I just want to see how you uh, teach that to these students. Ah! <laughs> Wizarding school, dude. What do you expect is gonna happen? Nice. Why is there a question? Okay.
Welcome to Sales of the Rails. Side effects may include <laughs> <laughs> nausea, <laughs> nausea, uh, sleepiness, tiredness. Um, okay, stop calling us boring. Fatigue, <laughs> <laughs> uh, overactive eating. <laughs> yeah, an no. overbite that wasn't there before. A weird mole on the back of your neck. Unexpected pregnancy. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> and in some cases, death. Ask your doctor about sales off the rails today. And then images of like old people at the park. Like, yeah. Playing with their grandkids. And like two, or two, like a couple, like in a bathtub together. Yeah. You know, like what was that? Do you remember there was a drug where they would be like in a bathtub together? I remember. I know it was exactly. So, what you're it was like about. some sex drug. Truly, it was probably <laughs> some sex drug. Not not as good as Viagra. <laughs> the one that made me laugh was Latuda. Latuda. It was like it was like it was like Latuda because the name was like you got a tood, but it was supposed to help with like like um, what's it called? Like your emotions, it's supposed to like balance your emotions oh. or something. And I was like, you got a tood. Latuda can help with your tood. Oh <laughs> made God. me laugh every time. Shit. No, I think. I know it was a Fiat commercial, but the one where the, like the Viagra pill <gasps> falls in the, the gas tank and yeah. it's like buff. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's so good. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I wish that's how it worked. I like, know. can you imagine? I need to upgrade my car. Truly, what would Viagra. happen if I put it in my big ass van? Like, <laughs> get a monster truck. Ugh. Monster truck held together by tax and. <laughs> 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 Uh, I'm not shaming thing. Ethan. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, uh, okay so uh, seriousness. Uh, what does Ethan do when... <laughs> I need to calm myself. Okay. So you guys just got back from Taha uh, sort of like talking ominously about shit mm. happening. Uh, and I just say it's like the next day. Like okay. what, what do you do? So essentially what Ethan is going to do, Ethan is going to... Is there like any body of water on this planet yeah there's like a lake okay I'm gonna it's go outside the city but you can go there yeah i'm gonna uh, is it like far from the city no okay yeah i'm gonna go you there. can get a little cart there yeah i'm yeah. gonna take a cart there okay i'm gonna yeah go to the uh lake. so you find a cart and you get a trip there for like let's say one silver mm, fair. actually no this is even cheaper than that uh let's go with three copper it's just like a short ride in a cart okay so yeah and that'll be for like a return trip, so don't worry about like returning or whatever. Um, but yeah. Okay, so you do that. Okay, and then I'm there. And so I'm basically, just... you go to the moon. It's not well known for a lot of water, but this is like a very small lake. Um, back on Earth, it probably wouldn't even be really considered much of a lake. Probably like a very minor one, if anything. Um, but it does have like maybe seven feet deep water, enough to yeah. swim in. So I'm gonna seven feet is a lot for love me, yeah, because <laughs> it's like double my height. Mm -hmm. But um, I do enjoy a good swim, um, I, or not necessarily like a swim, just like waiting or like and like it'll it'll be like a gradual drop yeah, into yeah, the yeah. lake, right? So I'm like in the shallow part, just waiting, relaxing in the water, kind of meditating, focusing. Um, Maybe I have like a book open nearby about math, about I don't know, um, 
I don't know, the, the ratio test or some shit. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, something to do with infinite series. A light reading. Enjoy, like, light humorous reading, reading. You know, Yeah, you know, just for funsies. Just a yeah. joke. Um, okay. Uh, all right. So uh, I guess let's say it's around midday. You're kind of like mm-hmm. basking in the sun, you know, floating around, having fun. Um, when I'd say about like an hour or so into it, you hear a splash next to you. And uh, just sort of looking over, you hear, think fast. And um, you just get like, make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> Love that. Let's see. <laughs> a nat 20, baby. Oh, shit. <laughs> He's starting off strong. Okay, okay. So, um, Ethan, you look over and you see this green, like pale green fist sort of coming right at you. And you grab it in midair and just sort of hold it there and are able to like redirect it like away from you. And, um, looking up, you see like Quinn mm. who's looking down at you. Well, mm. Quinn action. Hmm. I like that. Ethan, what are you doing here? Quinn? Well, I was just going around, you know, having a nice swim, doing some reading, uh, on different things. And, uh, I just saw you and I thought, well, in that Ethan, and I, I thought I'd come over and say hi. Well, Quinn, isn't it nice to see you again? I've put the skills you've taught me to good use these past week. I've been off the planet. Um, we fought some sea hags. My, my, uh, 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 what's the word? What the fuck? Not accomplices. <laughs> companions. Companions. Yes, my, my companions and I fought a couple of sea hags, put out some fires, saved some orphans from certain doom, and we definitely almost killed a god but my sun monk powers are definitely coming in handy well that's good to hear Ethan but uh you look uh and he's kind of like looking you up and down looks like you got a couple scratches on you you got hit a couple times or something well I mean it's only natural when you're in battle that and he's just mostly looking like if you remember when you were with Vita and you were fighting those like shark people with forearms and you got like like bodied by like a trident when you were like and you almost died <laughs> with with Risa, with, with uh, Risa? was Risa there too yeah Vita was there no no not not the time when you were fighting the um was this okay I think I know yeah I know you remember tra- I remember, I remember, I remember. Room? yes yeah. yes I remember he's mostly just looking because you got like like stabbed yeah I was thinking trident. I was thinking about something else I first because I remember Risa getting stabbed it's sort of with your shirt off and you're like kind of lying in the mm. water oh he's, yeah like, you can see, see my like, wounds this, like yeah. some of the like remains of those like wounds like looks like you got a uh, kind of hurt like it's kind of rough man well it's all in a day's work you know at the end of the day we do what we have to do to get paid we're in space and we can't really head home anytime soon yeah I suppose that's especially true for you seeing how the other uh, watchtower types reacted when they saw you. Very true. Quinn, by by the way, do you know much about those watchtower halflings? I, I have a good basic understanding, but is there anything very important I should know about them? Uh, most I know about them is that they live up there in that big old clock out in space and they do magic research and kind of like librarians i guess they connect they mm. collect a lot of different information from all over the place uh seems like librarian town was run by some of them and i'm no longer uh welcome there on account <laughs> of what happened last time so well <laughs> have you been to this tower the watchtower no um 
they don't really let people in who ain't, you know, of their own kind or who don't have a special invitation to come in. Hmm. But would they let you in if someone like them was with you? Probably, yeah. Hmm. They probably do a vetting process first or something, but I mean, I've heard of Watchtower Halflands going in with other people, yeah. Big old clock. All clocks uh, we have are made there. You know that, right? All clocks come from Watchtower Halflings? From the Watchtower, yeah. Not necessarily made by halflings, just from the Watchtower. Well, you know, they're all synchronized to the same exact time, right? Oh, yes, I'm aware. So it's all synchronized to the clock they have up there in Hmm. space. And only halflings live there? As far as I know, yeah. Interesting. Anyway, Quinn, what are you doing at the lake? You you were just spending a day relaxing? Well, I wanted to get in some practice as well. Uh, Do a little bit of training. A little bit of training for what? Are you preparing for something, Quinn? No, but if I don't keep training, uh, you know, my fist gets a little rusty, you know? Fist gets a little rusty. I do know what you mean. It's my first day off today. Well, if you want, you can just watch what I do. I think that would be suitable for now. I don't I don't have the energy to get up and punch things right now. Well, come along. And he uh takes you over to the shore and uh there's this big rock there, like almost like a boulder. And uh Quinn walks up to it and is like, "Well, Ethan, can you do this yet?" And he walks over to the rock and he Oofers. Okay. That's a big that's a big number. Uh, <laughs> so you see his hand begin to glow like uh and the energy from the different like mathematical symbols like tattooed into his arm begin to rise up and he punches into the rock and you can see the runes glow up all across the rock and it mm. explodes. Uh and you just see the rock begins to crumble down into like basically rubble and pebbles. Well, shit, Quinn. Where the hell did you learn how to do that? Well, uh, uh, most everything I know I learned from my master. Um, This is one of them, uh, one of the things I learned. It's mostly just, you know, putting a lot more energy from what we learn about the universe into our hands when we uh, let it all out into the rock itself. It's Think about it like this. Currently, what you're doing mostly is just manipulating energy within yourself and sending it out with your sunball. Yes. However, what you have to learn now to do is manipulate the energy inside of other people. So did you do that right now? Manipulate the energy within the rock? Yep. And by hitting it with my hand, I'm able to manipulate the energy within the rock and sort of manipulate... What's going on inside of there and make it do what I want it to. Interesting. Can you show me how to do this, Quinn? Sure thing. Well, okay, and he uh, walks over to another rock and he uh, takes out a piece of chalk and he draws a symbol on it. Go ahead and try to hit break that rock. Okay, I use my thingamabobber, my um, radiant sunbolt. You want to shoot it with the sunbolt or you want to punch it? Oh. Just I'll punch it. it. I'll punch it. Why not? Okay. You know, Daryl hit. Yeah. Okay. It's a rock. <laughs> if I fuck this up, 
22. 22 to hit? Okay, now also roll a wisdom check. A wisdom check? Yeah. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Hitting the uh you focus in on the energy within your hand like you've done many times. You feel the sort of mathematical calculations quickly running in your head like just run through them. And you punch at the rock and you can feel this time it's different, just kinda of keeping in mind what you heard from Quinn. You feel things within the rock itself. It's almost like you're you can feel your hand sort of inside of it and you can feel things moving around inside. Um, but by the time you pull back your hand, your hand just kind of hurts a little bit and the rock did not explode. Mm. Quinn, I felt something. What, what was I doing wrong? Ethan, uh, when you fight, what, what do you use to fight? I'm just curious. What do I, well, I use my hands. What do you mean? What do I use to fight? You use weapons or like, what's the story there? Well, for the most part, I'll punch things or I'll throw the sunbolts that you taught me to create at them. Occasionally, I'll use my short sword, but for the most part, it's my knuckles. Ethan, uh, I think you're going to need to start training your body a little bit more. I, I think the problem with you is you're dependent on your sword a little too much. It's almost like a crutch, if that makes sense. Thing is... When you get to a certain level in the sun, in the way of the sun, so your hand should be hot enough to melt any metal. Any so, metal? Exactly. So in that scenario, having a metal sword in your hand ain't most beneficial situation. Well, how do you suggest I get my hands hot? Simple. Manipulate energy. And the only way you're going to be able to do that is practicing on more targets, but uh, maybe ditch the sword from now on. Ditch the sword. Interesting technique. So rely entirely on my hands? Well, you can use a sunbolt, of course, if you need to. I'm not saying, you know, cripple your own fighting ability. Uh, but try to see if you can't, I don't know, practice a little bit more with that, especially when you're out there doing your job. Hmm. I'll tr do you have any suggestions as to what I should try punching? Here, I have an idea. Why don't you follow me? And I follow. Okay. <laughs> he, you guys go back into town, right? And he, uh, he takes you to sort of a an apartment in a not a, like a rich part of town or anything, just like a regular looking apartment. Uh, not too fancy. It's actually really simple, decoration wise and like furniture wise. Just maybe like one chair, one table. Uh, and there seems to be a bedroom that was closed off. Um, in, in any case, he basically sits down in front of the table, which is low to the ground, and he takes out a board. Uh, so it's like a wooden board. A wooden board, like it's like a. It seems to be a board with a slight indent in it. Okay. Um, and then he puts a bunch of these little, almost like checkers, um, a little thicker than checkers though, like uh, height-wise, and he puts them down uh, in a certain pattern. On the table and then he takes out a flatter piece and he puts it uh, on one side of the so basically he puts the checkers in like a sort of floral pattern in the center and then he puts uh the flatter piece on like one edge of the table ethan i want you to try to 
hit the the striker here with your sun energy and then manipulate it while it moves and try to hit that energy inside of these pieces over here the idea is your striker shouldn't explode when you put when you start manipulating that energy inside of it and instead it should transfer all that stuff and all that power into these pieces over here it should make them move around in a mm. way you want them to interesting i'll try it out okay so you go ahead and strike it all right make a dexterity check and then also a wisdom check so not a dexterity saving throw just a check 17 for the 18 for the wisdom check 18 total total yeah it's a 14 plus four okay, okay. yeah um so not perfect but you are able to hit the striker with a lot of energy. Um, and it seems for a second that kind of bends a little bit with how much force you put into it um, by striking it. But it remains its shape and the only like, thing left behind is like maybe like a tiny little crack. And it goes ahead and hits all the pieces in the center. And you see them all like, pff, like fly around the board and like hit it along the sides and sort of scatter everywhere. Damn, Quinn! Did I did I did I do it, Quinn? Did I did I make you proud? Yeah, it's a pretty good start, Ethan. Uh, basically, at one point you should get to this point, and he uh puts them back in the floral lantern, and when he hits it, when it goes out and hits the center. Okay, Quinn. Okay. Um. So, not as good as he was hoping, but basically, <laughs> it hits it, and then you see them like move in a very coordinated manner. So whereas yours had been like a little bit more chaotic with them hitting all over the place and like whacking into each other, these seem to move out in straight lines almost from where he hits it mm -hmm. in like a pattern. And then when they hit on the edge of the table, they all basically stop. And then like the pattern, basically it looks like this full, the um, sort of maybe bud that he had like arranged has like blossomed almost. Hmm. Like synchronized swimmers. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I guess you can look at it that way. Um, not what I was going for, but hey, if it helps. <laughs> hmm. And how long did it take you to perfect this? <coughs> um, uh, uh, a while. Uh, I would say maybe like four years. Oh my god, four years. Well, okay, but to be fair, Ethan, I wasn't able to do that first hit thing that you just did for a solid year and a half. Hmm. So if you're able to do that much already, I mean... Exponential some... growth. Within I moments. That, I suppose that's true, yeah. Ugh. My mind amazes me sometimes, Quinn. Well, Ethan, how about we uh, keep going to see how much you can accomplish in today. That sounds good to me, Quinn. Okay. And then, Ethan, basically, you spend the rest of the day just whacking away at that striker. And over the course of the day, you do, um, you accomplish basically what you set out. You are able to not necessarily get it to bloom like Quinn did, but it seems to at least slightly blossom a little bit eventually over hours and hours of practice. God, this is exhausting. I think... I think I need to go to bed. I'm going to be honest with you, Quinn. Yeah, Ethan, I'm a... Mm, I'm a little tired myself. Uh, why don't you head on out? Mm -mm. 
I might. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you whenever I see you again, I suppose, Quinn. Sure thing, man. I mean, you, you always have the Rocky Talkie if you want to talk to me. Oh, you are correct. I do have that. I always <laughs> forget the technology exists. And hey, if you're ever in town, you know, just come along and chill out here so in my apartment. Do you spend all your time here on Saloon? Uh, for the most part. I mean, some responsibilities I have here, yeah. Some responsibilities? What other responsibilities do you have? Make a persuasion check. <laughs> Minus one, let's go. No, I had zero now. This is zero because I got point. Oh, okay, that's right. You so put it zero. on. It's a 13. 13? 13. It's <laughs> hmm. <laughs> a rough number to work yeah. with. I don't know. That's mostly just caring for a former teacher of mine. Mm, what did they teach you? What you're doing right now. Mmm. I would love to meet them sometime. Uh, maybe someday. I don't know if he's really in the state of mind right now. State of mind to meet me or to meet someone new to... Meet anyone. Meet I mean, he anyone. meets a lot of people, don't get me wrong, but it might be rough. Hmm. I think I should go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. I, I agree too, Ethan. I, you know what? We'll talk more about this next time. How about that? Yes. Next time I see you, we'll... Get more details into your juicy life, Quinn. All right. And how about this? Come out tomorrow, and uh, I think I have another little tattoo for you. Mmm, yes, I love tattoos. And then I leave. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go home. So I have the spreadsheet of like everyone's like or a bunch of different like random NPCs like loyalties and like how they feel about certain yeah, characters, right? That's awesome. I was just looking at it. I'm like, Shippy's like negative on everyone. <laughs> like he's like below. <laughs> like Wait, I don't why know. is he negative on Toro? Hey, I like I encouraged him. I was being nice to him for a little bit, you know? Yeah, but he was so low already. It was just like, eh. <laughs> and then, like your treatment of him during the trip was like, eh. <laughs> it was like a oh, fuck. It's so funny. Toro give him a job, man. I know, but he has so been. Funny. I got you. I mean, I think I'm guessing the the week on the ship, he's just generally distraught. Yeah, um, kid. Yeah, and then oh, well. it was also pretty funny because I was looking, out. I was looking at like different characters. So I was like, okay, Taha's pretty good with everyone. Um, Chippy, not so much. And then I was looking at Vita. I'm like, oh no, this is like okay, she's high for Ethan, and then she's like, um, uh oh, is she was, negative on any of us? She's negative on one of you, yeah. Is it me? I'm not going to say who it's it is. It's Scary, scary, <laughs> spooky, spooky. Vita yeah. doesn't like me. Can't see too None much of, behind It's the not veil. like the person who it is. It's not like super negative. It's just like negative to neutral. Like other two people are neutral and then like negative to neutral is like the last person. Like Toro had a nice conversation. It's probably me. It's probably because I'm just a violent individual. <laughs> mm. Each character has different... Me. Ups and downs for each thing. Oh, it assumes. Is there anybody that like really likes Jack? I just want to know. You don't have to tell me who it is. Is it Josephine? 
Okay, besides Joe. Um, she's not even like a main character on the sheet. Uh, does Taha, I don't. Does Taha's Taha like, like good me? with everyone. He's not like negative on anyone or neutral, anyways. He likes everyone, so there you go. You just got. I need to be liked. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Jory's like the closest to neutral on every single. <laughs> so. He has like no positives or negatives with anyone, it's aside like, from Shippy. Shippy's negative for everyone. It, it, it's like <laughs> if if Jack talks, it's either they're gonna like him a little bit or they're just gonna not like him, <laughs> like a lot. Yeah, I feel like I, I would say that's fair. Um, okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, let's get. I, I already started recording like a second ago. Okay, so let's just get started and let's see. So you exit the room, Jack. Uh, after the failed lesson and Barry and Portly is standing there and he's like tapping his foot impatiently. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that lesson didn't end out good. When's the last time you've been to Tariel? Never. <laughs> I've never been to a When's planet. the last time since anybody's been to Tariel? Can you tell me that? It, no one's gone there and Thousands of years, I would say. Exactly. Magic has changed on Turil for us. It's become a little more natural. People like me, we can cast it naturally, intrinsically. There's some of your wizarding work that's involved with it, but there's still some teaching to be done. Do a deception check, I guess. Kind of deception. Intrinsic. I wouldn't say like all of Tyrells like that. Nice. Twelve. Um, again, he doesn't know anything about Tyrell. He rolled a fourteen. Um, Come on. Uh, it has some truth in it, though. Can it I does roll have advantage? some truth. Yeah. No. Ah! <laughs> uh, wait, wait, wait! I cast. Uh, what was the? Oh no, that was on intelligence checks. Fuck. Never mind. Hmm. Well, look, why don't you talk to the headmaster and we'll, we'll see about this whole thing. I'm curious how this all works now. Very well. Take me to him. Okay. And then uh, he leads you over to... Is that how he talks? I thought he changed... I thought he talked... Mm-hmm. He talks like this sometimes. And then he leads you over to... Um, like up the tower basically and eventually you come to the top floor and there's this um, a mahogany door here before and knocking uh, he enters and a moment later he gestures for you to come in as well I walk in I okay. put my arms out I'm like hello there you see what I mean uh, yes yes um, you didn't say it back Barry why don't you go away for a little bit and he's like mm-hmm, okay and he just leaves <laughs> okay Okay. Uh, Why don't you sit down? It's a pleasure to meet you, sir. Oh, yes. Nice to meet you. Jack, was it? Yes. Oleander. Oleander? Yes. And he holds out his hand for you to shake. Jack shakes his hand. Cool. Uh, Make a constitution. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Are you fucking kidding? No, no, no. I'm joking. Uh, In any case. Um, Well, I heard that you can cast magic. In a way uh, that uh, we at the wizarding school don't do. Could you could you show me real quick? Jack uh, casts Firebolt. Okay. So. Uh, just like he's just like 
holds out his little gun and just off to the side. Is there like an open window or something non-flammable that he can There's shoot at? There's a wall at? you can shoot at. He shoots at the wall just... Oh. And, he, and he blows his little gun. I see. Oh. And he, um, you see him like do a symbol in the air and you see like a rune appears on the door. Holy shit, dude. It's been a long time Bitch, since I've seen Bitch, what the fuck was that? Hang on, what is that? So no one can hear us. What? Teach me how to do that. No. This is a school, after all. Yes, but as you and I both know, we can't exactly learn magic. It just kind of happens for us, right? I mean, we can learn magic. No, we can't. It's, 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 it's in we us. We can learn it. We can't do it if we learn it. Well, I guess that's fair. Yes. Um, that's the thing. You see, I'm kind of the same way. I mean, I got in here and I've, I've just been, you know, riding under like any sort of vetting process. They ha basically don't have one at the school. It's pretty terrible. Did they not make you teach the first day? I got in here on agriculture. That's agriculture. This is bullshit. <laughs> I got in here on agriculture. I've just maybe been teaching I, agriculture. Maybe I should have tried to do something a little easier than evocation. Yes, that was stupid. <laughs> I can cast evocation magic. He just does three fireballs on the wall again. And I can cast illusion spells, but you don't see me trying to teach illusion. I stuck with the plants. And eventually I got promoted up to here. And now I don't know what I'm doing. You don't know what you're doing? Not at all. Not even like a, not even like a tiny bit? No. Not even a smidgen. That's why the vetting process for the school is so terrible. You think like... You'd have like you have the chance to like improve it. You're the headmaster. I'm like What do you do all day? I literally sit here and water this cactus. Why not still teach agriculture? That's boring. It's not yeah. like I like this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> just then good why are it. you here? I get paid a lot, man. It's that's, a good time. That's fair. That's fair. Well, look. Similar to you, we have a couple of students every year try to apply to the school who can just do magic on their own. Um, and we really don't know what to do with them. So if you want to, I don't know, teach them, that'd be good. What would you want me to teach them? Well, it seems like you have good control over your powers, unlike mo most of these uh, students. So if you could tell them how to hone that magic, it would be good. I can do that. I do have to say that I frequently go on adventures, which I would bring back and tell my students about and teach them about Sounds good to me. World. So yeah. I'll be gone. Matthew McConaughey style. I like it. Let's do it. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. So um, he, he'll tell you a little, he tells you a little bit more details about uh, the class and, you know, he tells you to come back the next day and they'll get those students together. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mostly he tells you they were just students who they had just sort of kept around to teach basic stuff too but because of the nature of their mm -hmm. magic they were unable to like sort of keep up with wizard stuff they can't multi-class no none <laughs> of them are smart enough unfortunately no, is, no uh, 13 int unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck that's me <laughs> <laughs> hey uh what's toro doing the next day toro i don't i don't know what's up with you this I mean, is this happened can... like the day after you guys talked with taha okay uh, first time well that that'd probably be me It'd probably take me at least that day and this next day to finish my axe, I'm guessing. I, I'd say, like, your axe is, like, something you're doing a for a couple a of hours every day. Like, oh, for the week? No, no not for the whole week, week. For, like, three days in a row. Okay, yeah. So I, I, I you probably have, some have my 
the Rocky Talkie on me. Yeah. And I, I basically, I Toro probably said something along the lines of, I'm going to go finish my weapon. Jack uh, double taps his Rocky Talkie. Okay. He's like, Toro. Kept, he like keeps tapping it, so he's like t- turning it on and off. Toro, you there? <laughs> Toro. Yeah, Toro. what? I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm in the middle of like pounding out this fucking coral. Couldn't really hear you. You're doing what to coral? The, the freaking the umber coil coral. I'm making it in down into. I thought like, I pay attention to what you're doing. <sighs> Sorry, Mahim. I who's that? You're really pounding something, aren't you? I can let I can oh let my you go if you like. Jack, I'm sorry, Captain. Go, I'm sorry. Don't I, need this. I'm sorry. I called out a bad Mahim, time. My captain's calling. Could get like a minute. Oh, yeah, that's not my, my problem. Captain. I don't. Fuck. Okay, Jack. It's gotta be quick. I, if I let this cool down too much, it's gonna fuck up the blade real bad. This is gonna be the the fucking three I rolled. I can't yeah. listen. This is gonna be the, the three, three I rolled. Old, yeah. I, can't, <laughs> I can't take you seriously right now when you keep making euphemisms like that, Toro. What do you want? Are you busy? That's apparent. Yes. But how much longer will you be busy? <sighs> Probably like at least another two hours or something. Probably like another two hours. I mean, you rolled the three, so this. What this time one is, is it? Like it maybe a little bit longer if this cools down too much. What time is it? I don't know. When is your class held? I want my class to start at 1. 1? Okay. Let's say it's 3 hours before. Or 4 hours before. Yeah, it's in the morning. Yeah, I'm getting morning. an early start. Toro, can you head to the the wizarding school at 1? Yeah, I'll have to figure out where that is, but I'm, I'm sure someone around here knows. Wait. Right. Whoa, why? Bye, Toro. Thank you. Captain. Yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> Captain. <laughs> I get no response. Yeah, no response. I look back in the middle. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> okay. Wait, Mahim, did I fuck this up? Oh, Is this- yeah. Oh, shit. I'm gonna have to reforge this, aren't I? <laughs> yep. That's more. I'll take it. I'll just put it on your bill. Don't worry. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll go back to doing that. <laughs> I like that, dude. Full circle. There we Full go. Full circle. It's all interconnected. It's all interconnected. All right. So I guess. Whenever that time comes around, I'll either ask Mahim where that is or... Just the look. trolley can just take you there, if you remember how those oh, work. Shit, dude, the trolley system. Public mm-hmm. transportation. Do I yeah. get, like, a free, like, like sponsorship card usage of it? Or is oh, it just all the trolleys trans- are free. Wow, dude. Shit, it's better free than Free transportation? Whoa, dude. Whoa. Yeah. As far as you so, can yeah, know. sure. It's like I've used the tr- I mean, we used trolley that once, so, yeah, yeah, I guess hopefully I can figure out how to Yeah, do you that. go on. You're, you're over there. Cool. So you, you find yourself before a large, uh, dark tower. Um, there's, yeah. a, there's an open area. You can just, or The doors are open. You can walk in. Uh, you're in the reception area. I'll, I'll start walking in. I'll, okay, there's I'll, an elven woman yeah, uh, bef- at the front. Before I talk to anyone, I'm going to be like, uh, Captain. Captain, can you hear me? What? what? I'm here the at the front. Yeah. So I was like, all right, very well. Uh, I'll come get you. And Jack goes to find okay. Toro. Yeah, we'll just say grab him, bring him to the All room. Right. Cool. Follow me, he says to Toro. <laughs> oh, still, this still is also the, the first time you're ever seeing your class. Yeah. So, okay, so your class is composed of uh, four students that you immediately see. So there's a human uh, walking into your room. You see immediately a human in a dark cloak who's like sort of holding himself and like kind of rubbing his, uh, his body. It seems like he's really cold. Or I bet something. you have a tragic backstory. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then um, there's an uh, there's an elf, um, and they have a, uh, um, they just have like golden hair, and they're sort of sitting uh, in one corner of the room, just like seeming like very like nonchalant. Seem like a daddy's girl. 
not uh they oh i apologize there you go out of uh, character i thought i heard that it's all good um and then there's a goliath man male. i feel like a dick it's all right uh there you know you get used to it there's a goliath <laughs> no, male. i didn't mean goliath to. there's a goliath male uh who's like sitting in the middle of the room toro takes massive eye at this is he is he taller than me um seven feet tall so like taller than me about your same height Check six it out. five. Yeah, he's, he's taller. taller than me. He's taller than you, uh, and he's just like he like as as you walk in, he's like, "Hey, see that tour? See that Jack's just how, like nudging him as we're walking uh, through." How muscular is this apparent individual look? Doesn't look that muscular for a Goliath. He's, he's just, I mean, he's like, am I am I familiar with Goliaths at all? Were they on Terrio? <sighs> Why don't you roll a history check? Um, you may have, I may, you I may, may have met one, one. Yeah, we'll or see. you may have heard of them. They're not that uh, common. Nine. You never seen them. Never seen them before. Uh, also, so they just look like a. He looks like a really tall, somewhat buff human to me, with pale skin. Yeah, with pale skin. I'm and like red tattoos. I'm huh? not currently imagining that this is just like a outrageously long like lecture hall. For like, for like five, five students. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty like, big room. Oh my gosh. People, yeah. uh, there's a gnome girl who's in the front and she's like like tapping her foot like rapidly. You anxious? Um, yeah. Yeah. Just uh, you know. Uh, first time I'm getting a magic class. So what book you so got there? Oh, just this this one's on um just a biology. What about for this class? Uh I didn't know I had to buy a book. You didn't know you had to buy a book for this class? I, no one told us. We just kind of got here. Well, yeah, that's good because you don't need to buy a book for this class. Oh, that's great. Uh, much better than the alternative <laughs> that happened before. Anyways, uh, and then, okay, that's everyone. So you said four people? Mm-hmm. I get up there and I turn to them. Greetings, class. And then a man, uh, a halfling falls from the ceiling and crashes into one of the tables. <laughs> Ow. Oh. You're okay there. Yeah. You gonna live? Mm-hmm. All right. Please try not to interrupt my lecture next time. Sorry, I started flying and I couldn't stop. You started flying and couldn't stop? Yeah. Jack looks up. What does he see? Does he see any, like, damage the to the rafters or something? To the ceiling. He just was flying. All right. <laughs> we'll work on that. All right. Now, all of you sitting in the back, I um, I need you to move up. I'm not, I'm not gonna yell at you from all the way back there. Shh. In the front row. All right, now everybody squish together. I want you all say like one, two, three, four, five. Okay, they do it. Like you see, like the um elf is like oh, <laughs> uh, because they have to sit next to the uh the human and guy who's like, and they're kind of looking at him suspiciously. All right, I'd like to introduce myself. My name is Captain Jack Dawson, or Professor Dawson, if you will, or Captain. Here's my companion, Toro. What am I doing here? Toro is going to help us today with our demonstration. You haven't... Can I talk to you? What the fuck am I doing? Don't worry, Toro. We'll explain. So now I'd like you all to introduce yourselves to me. Since... And also tell me how you got your powers or... How you can use your powers. Shit, names, names. <laughs> oh, no. What are you doing? Oh, no. Dude, Blake over here flipping the script. <laughs> I like, as you said it, I was like, wait, I need names. It's good. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, well, we're going to go with followers. First one. Uh, 
Okay. Okay. Will. Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh. Uh. No, that's just Mason. Fuck. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. We'll, we'll just go with it. All right. Sure. Uh. They're all <laughs> named Will. No. <laughs> no, but different spellings and pronunciations different of the spellings of Will. William, Willie, Wilhelm, Billy, and uh. Okay. William Shire. What a stupid name. Okay. So the human <laughs> humans like. I'm I'm Will. I'm Will. Uh, hi. How can you cast magic, Will? I just cast it. I don't like to, though. really causes a lot of pain. Then why are you here? Uh, if I can stop, like, causing a lot of problems whenever I cast magic, that would be good. I see. So you do want to cause ma- you do want to cast magic, just without the pain. Yeah. All right. And what about you? Gesturing to the next person. Um, I'm. The elf says, "I am, Polly." Pleasure to meet you, Polly. Nice to meet you as well. Uh, and I, they have a golden radiance in their eyes as um some sort of golden light begins to form in their hands. What sort of magic can you cast, Polly? (laughs) I mostly. Well, if someone has injuries, I can close them up, and That'd I can be- also do. And then she kind of like shoots a little bit of fire up into the air that kind of dissipates. Oh, I like that. Ooh. Your magic will be quite useful for today's demonstration. Uh, very suspicious of that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Goliath uh, guy goes next. Yeah, I'm Doug. How are you doing, Doug? Yep. What kind of magic can you cast, Doug? I can only do it like once a day, so get ready. And he like, he, like firms up his body, and then, and then like his body starts to grow in size. Is this the, the Goliath? Yeah, and he's like now like ten feet tall. How is he sitting in a chair? Oh, the chair's gone. He kind of got up halfway through as it broke. Yeah. So yeah. Very well. That's Next. pretty cool. I'd like to and then just like <laughs> back into like seven feet. Whew. So you yeah, can't can... hold it for very long. No. All right. Next. And I can't do it again for like a long time. And then uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's not as impressive, but still, it's good. I tried. Yeah. Uh, the next one is. The gnome a uh, girl who says uh my name's Sam uh pleasure to meet you Sam thank you um and i i just cast you know um i don't know if i really should though it may not be a good idea go ahead try it okay uh, Okay. Oh fuck! I forgot a wild magic sorcerer is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and so the, you see, um, it casts a prestidigitation and like has like a little uh, flower appear in their hand, or in or her hand. Um, so you know, I just do small things like that. Um, oh, I don't like to do it a lot because sometimes when I do it, bad things happen. But you know, nothing happened this time. That's hmm. good. We'll work on that then. So you can cast higher magic and sort of cope with whatever may come with it 
and mm-hmm. the last person. Uh, hey, uh, my name's Michael. What's up? Hello, Michael. Man, these all, all these people have basic white names. <laughs> well, don't insult our followers, <laughs> okay? What about the one follower from Uganda? We don't have any followers from Uganda. Uruguay, sorry. Ur- Uruguay, yeah. Um, I don't know if they follow us on Twitter. I know, I know they <laughs> listen to us. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, but yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I can. I make. Like, and then uh, he sees like some electricity is like forming in his hand. I, I can do that, and sometimes I can fly, but doesn't go well. Very interesting. I can't control myself. When I'm flying, so it's not good. Where's Shippy right now? <laughs> Is he even Elsewhere? here? Like, he's not yeah. here. Okay. Unless he brought him. But yeah, you didn't say to bring him. him. I gave him today off. Okay. It <laughs> <laughs> was like, crisis averted. Oh. So I'm going to go up there and I'm going to mm-hmm. say, so I'm guessing they've pushed you in other classes before and it didn't quite work out for you all. And everyone just kind of like looks at each other and like nods, yeah. You feel like you're different? Uh, the gnome girl uh, says, yeah, I, I, I think I'm kind of different, yeah. Well, you are all different than the other students who study here. You're not like them. You're not going to be able to learn magic in the same way. You don't learn it there. Formulas, Jack says, very condescending as much as possible. Hmm. You have sort of an innate ability to cast magic and you use focuses to cast mm-hmm. your magic to be stronger and more targeted. Mm-hmm. And this class, we're going to talk about your lineages. We're going to talk about you specifically, how magic works for you, how magic works for other cultures. We're going to talk about sorcerers. Okay. All right. Now I'd like to begin today with a simple demonstration. If you all would like, you can cast a spell. As I'm about to do. And Jack kind of stands back. So you see, for me, I have been blessed with a lot of fire magic. Everything that seems to be associated with me has to do with fire. I burned a few orphanages down in my childhood. Um, and What? Okay. <laughs> Is this like your life story seminar? Or are you like teaching these guys magic? Jack walks over. To very casual, like that. yeah, Jack's just kind of ignoring her. Eh, kind of walks over to like be ten feet away from him. Mm-hmm. He says, "So as you all know, you still need to shift the weave. You need to not shift the weave. I'm thinking of the magic armor. Got shift weave. You have to manipulate the weave of magic. Still to cast it and still use symbols in your magic like this. And he casts firebolt on Toro. Oh God, I knew it was coming. I'll, I'll, he, did you do the finger gun too? Yeah, I do. As the soon as they see like." No, don't you fucking... <laughs> I'll just raise up my shield. 18? Does an 18 hit? I have 19 AC. Damn it. <laughs> it plinks off the shield. <laughs> why? I asked you to come here. You didn't tell me why! Would anybody else like to cast a spell on Toro? It's fine. He can handle it. Uh, The human's like... Mm, I don't know if that's a really... Dankadex mm, save. Me? Yeah. <laughs> Save? Okay. <laughs> what? No, I, so, for... 
I literally I rolled my die. It the d twenty bounced onto Blake's d six and landed flat. That's it. It bounced up and landed there. I think that's a pretty awesome deck save right there, just because of the yeah. dice. Yeah. Like, no, it, I mean it's not cocked. Okay. It's yeah, a four. It's a sixteen. <laughs> that was 16. just crazy. Shit. Okay. I've never had that happen. Um, the dice's movement is actually Toro in that case. <laughs> For just, someone of. That level, the prof- oh wait, the save is sixteen, so you make it. Oh shit! Okay, what's cool. going on? Because um, I'm not really paying attention to this necessarily. Either. So basically, now everyone make another deck save. Okay. Uh, basically, yeah, everyone. So basically, you uh, you see like a bit of like vomit leave from him, and it takes the form of like a ball of acid and fly right past you and slam into the wall. He's like, oh, sorry, but mm. and then uh, what did you get? I got a seven. Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, so basically you see like his skin begin to bubble if that makes sense well, and like well and like now you just like it it was shocking and visceral but now you are all covered in a thick layer of slime and like oh. mucus that has just like exploded out from this man's body and you see he's like completely unharmed in the middle of it it's like oh I did it Jack's again Jack's gonna start pressing digitation oh. On him, yeah, and like every part of him, then on Toro, then he's gonna go to the students. Will I think press digitization does clean clothes, can't clean your skin, so your skin is kind of like oh, you can wipe it off. Yeah, you can wipe it off. I wipe it on my. Okay, I mean it's it's not a it's not a squeaky clean. Yeah, Yeah, but it gets it off the. The thing is, even with press digitization, there's still like a feeling of stickiness. Yeah, like it's almost like someone absorbed into your skin. Still just at least off me. Yeah, it's off. Yeah, Yeah. we still feel gross. You just feel. I'm gonna look at Will, and I'm gonna get very close. I'm gonna sort of lean in. I think you should sit a little farther back from now on. Yeah, and he uh, gets up and he walks to the back of the class, and he's like in the last row. Okay. Yeah, no, like as, as he goes, like can he like just not be in the last row? Like what row do you want? Like I want to tell him to go farther. There's no, there's nowhere else that that's the last row. Damn. I mean that's that's like against the wall. Like where do you want him to go? Like, that's it. <laughs> I thought you were gonna like keep going out the door. I thought you were gonna like pull that. <laughs> All right. So since today is syllabus day, I'm going to tell you my expectations for the class. Mm-hmm. Every, this is a mess. Every class day, <laughs> Toro just what comments. He's just gonna sit down <laughs> at this point. Fireball again on Toro. Eleven. No. Plinks off his shield again. Like oh yeah, I was just. Fuck. <sighs> Jack's not even looking. He's just gonna go. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. So every class, every day before class, you're going to be expected to show up two hours early, at eleven, and we're going to eat and you're going to talk and we're going to get to know each other. You're going to tell me about what magic you've been casting outside of mat, outside of class. You're going to tell me a little bit about yourself. I'm going to call you the brunch bunch. Oh no. I don't it's like the sound of that. Optional. Not at all. Um, we also have class at 11. What, what should we do about that? Skip. This is the only class that really matters. That class doesn't teach you magic that's Useful for you. The glide's like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And Elf is like, well, it will be potluck style if you wish. You can bring what you would like. I'll be bringing food as well. Sounds good to me. I'll paid by the university, Captain. I I hope you know that I will will not coming back here again, Uh, unless you really, really need me. But I do have other matters I need to attend to. Oh, I understand. Cool. Thank you for. Everybody give a big round of applause for 
I demonstrated Toro. Yeah, woo! Yeah, man, good job. Really, really nice. Yeah. <laughs> Is that it? Is that oh, all yeah, you we're needed done. me for? We're done. Go ahead. Great. <laughs> Toro just walk out. He just and he's kind of got like, like a bit of a thousand yard stare. Just like what the. F- why? It's like he's leaving. Jack's gonna make it a point. Like Jack's gonna be like, he's gonna hold his arm out, like stretched, and like basically hold his finger on both hands, and like he's about to snipe him. Like he he's making it a point to try and hit Toro. Just like, I would say I'm not paying attention. So, eighteen again. I would say I actually probably am not wearing my shield, so that, that would bring my AC down oh. to seventeen. Okay, so you hit Toro in the bum. <laughs> Like, yes. ouch. Roll damage. <laughs> roll damage. Fuck, how much? Oh, shit. <laughs> I forgot. Can I, like, roll the minimum? No. No, you, no, you can't. <laughs> roll your damage, Jack. <laughs> you know what the damage is, Chris? 2d10. Oh, shit, because you... Oh. Seven, seven fire damage. So, Tor, your pants are on fire, and you are like, ow, and you put it out quickly. <laughs> <laughs> How far away is he? He is 20 feet. Turn around. Keep walking. Hand axe at Jack. <laughs> Not actually aiming toward him. I want it to I want it to land at his feet. Okay. Just really close. Jack's so not I'm gonna, gonna be I'm gonna be aiming not to hit him, but I realize by low enough I, I might hit him by accident. Okay. Um So you're yep. still trying to hit him, I guess. I'm trying to Jack's get it not very, move. very close to him. Okay. So I realize this might be an added difficulty to hit or whatever. Sure. Oh, that's a great roll. Um, 14. Uh, Fuck, that hits. What? That's right. <laughs> I, actually, I actually wasn't trying to hit Jack, but I don't know if that hits or not. Yeah, that hits. That hits him. <laughs> By just pure chaos and accident. Um, sure, it hits. Uh, roll damage. Okay, yeah. Actually, I, I, I didn't think I was going to be needing to roll damage, but... So students are now watching as um, Jack Six. shoots at his friend, and then the friend immediately just turns around and throws an axe at him, and it just <laughs> right into Jack's no, leg. Can he, like, hit my toe? I was I was aiming yeah. at his leg. I was aiming to near next to his so foot. So I might have hit his foot by accident. Okay, so it basically stabs into his leg, does doing six damage. Ah! I'll yeah. come get that back later. I'll yeah, this walking. class is pretty fucking dope. <laughs> 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 All right. And hey, I think- um. Polly. Yes. Jack takes it out of his foot. He didn't sink in too deep. You wanna you wanna do something about this for me, please? Ooh, I'm feeling pretty tapped today. I don't know if I can. <laughs> Pop quiz. Oh fine. And she she'll walk over and heal you. What awesome. What the fuck? <laughs> they, sorry, they'll walk over and hear you. No, no, no. It's a, pop quiz. I need you to heal me. Or you get a zero. This is the most abusive class I've ever seen. So there'll yeah. be no grades in this class, Jack's gonna finish. There's not gonna be any grades in this class. At the end of this grade year, there's going to be an evaluation of your performance and your how much you've improved. To whether I can decide whether you will move on to your next year. You understand? Yeah. There will be frequent in-class demonstrations, which I will ask you to perform your magic. And every day, we will have those demonstrations. And also a small lecture in which I will tell you about magic out there in the world and also help you all individually with how to work with your own magic. Cool, man. Nice. 
And since I frequently am away on other business, I may find someone to come in here and supervise you as you all work on your magic. Radical, dude. Does anybody have any questions? Nah, man. Doug, don't speak for all of us. What's your question? I don't have one. I just didn't want Doug to speak for all of us. <laughs> so you want to speak for all of them? No, wait. Mm, maybe. Who's talking? Sam. Sam? Yeah. Sam. Sam is now the Speaker of the House. Ooh, I like that. Uh, you have no real power. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I think that ends uh, Jack's classroom. Yes. All right, Toro, what do you do? Well, so you made your axe. Made my made axe, axe, yeah. Where are you? What are you doing? Well, probably after I made the axe, probably test it out, figure out exactly what it does, of course. So yeah. I know that now. Also, just it's give yourself noise. long rest to recover from that damage. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm fine, because I healed. Yeah. He's talking to me. I don't know. Whatever, maybe just... That's fine. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess... Uh. I guess I'll probably go back to the ship for now. Kind of I mean, I assume you've all been staying there. Yeah. Yeah, or you've been staying with Josephine, maybe, or, like, I don't know what your plan is. I like go back and forth. I okay. Oh, some independence. No, I know what I'm going to do. When I finish the axe, I test out a little bit. I said I was going to go back to Mahim because I wanted to talk mm-hmm. to him. Be like, so, Mahim, I just want to say, by the way, thank you so much for I mean, teaching me the, the smithing ways. I, it's no problem. That's it, I appreciate, though. So, uh, I realize that this isn't the same, I'm presuming, forging techniques as it would be for armor or shields, though, correct? Not exactly. I mean, you would need to, uh, need to definitely put more metal in and you need to learn a few different hammering techniques, yeah? I was, uh, I'm definitely not sold on my current armor and I'm planning on purchasing some, something new, but definitely wouldn't be my end goal. Per se, and I was maybe hoping if you had the time, if you wouldn't mind uh, teaching me a little bit about makings of armor and maybe uh, suggesting a material I should make a set of armor out of. I can take a lot of weight. I'm a, you see a pretty sturdy individual. Something I could maybe be looking for on while I'm out on the next job. Hmm. Well, I suppose you could... Um... All right, well, come along. I- I'll show you how to start along on the process of making chest plate. Yeah. But I'm not the best at armor. For that, you might want to talk to uh, someone else. Uh, maybe talk to um, Taha. He has a lot of the different types of armor that he collects, and so maybe he knows someone. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. Well, I'll take you up on the chest plate, though. Okay. Learn and he'll, uh, he'll start showing you basic processes on how to uh, sort of create a chest plate. Okay. All right, so uh, then after that, I I actually probably go to Taha then. Probably okay. go take the trolley to Taha. Okay. Figure out if I can 
Toro, to him. nice to see you. Yeah, good to see you, Taha. Uh, things uh, kind of chilling out a little bit or still in chaos? Yeah, everything's fine. Uh, talked to the leader of Golden Claw days a few days ago. Um, yeah, um, still waiting on word of what's happening exactly on Raven's Moon, but once I yeah. learn about that, we'll see what to do. How many days we got left of uh, chill out? Period. I suppose most likely uh, three or four more days at most. Okay. All right. In that time, I actually came for you to different topic unrelated to the, the job. Okay. Uh, Mahim was telling me that you are a collector of arm armor. Armor? Yeah. Uh, I do collect some. Yeah. Do you happen? Do you have like a smithy around here that? Makes that armor and specifically, or do you know someone who might know the ways of armor forging? Well, looking to pick it up. She, uh, she does make quite a bit of armor. Her name's Lois. Um, she's not around here currently. She kind of travels around, uh, to different planets. Her, uh, she's an interesting character to say the least. Uh, she's part of the, she's from one of the dwarven forges, uh, Currently, she's on this sort of mission quest type type of thing. Uh, basically, her father is passing away soon, and he is one of the heads of one of the dwarven forges. And currently, her mission is sort of to go along and make a fine piece of work to sort of impress her family. Hopefully, then she'll become the head of the family uh, and of the forge. Oh, shit. So she's, like, really good. Yes. Damn. Um, currently, she's in a competition with her siblings to sort of become head of the family. So she's out there right now looking for rare materials and metals. Well, fuck. So she probably won't be around here for a while. Well, she, you might run to her at some point. I'll keep the name in mind. That's yeah. basically it, though. I mean, let's actually know. You're, honestly, I probably want to learn from someone that good. I could probably make some pretty good armor out of that if she'd be willing to teach me. I don't see why she wouldn't be uh, if you can find her. She's willing to teach? She most likely will be. Good to know. All right. Another thing. Uh, yeah, something I've, as you know, we're new to the whole uh, space exploration thing and other planets and whatnot. And uh, the other day you were telling us about the one uh, empire you think might be behind. Geforin, uh, yeah. Huh? Geforin? Yes. Yeah, Geforum. You said Geforin. that. Geforin. Geforin, sorry. Geforin. G-E-F-R-O-R-E-N. Wait, G-F? G-E-F-R-O-R. Oh, Geforin. Yes. Ah, so I have an idea. Gotcha. Yeah, no, you, you mentioned you that sure the that right. Geforin Empire were uh, the ones behind the, the fallout of a planet of the yeah. Minotaur homeworld. Hmm? You said the Gafroran Empire was the fault as the folly of a Minotaur homeworld? Um, no, they conquered the solar system where the Minotaurs and many other different groups used to live. Um, so some Minotaurs left and they've ended up here, far reaches of the solar system. They sort of live on a little planet, uh, that or little moon that uh rotates around uh Hachata. Hachata? Yeah, which one? Uh, whatever Orchata? the pronunciation. Hichata or Hikata. Orschata? Oh, shit. No. No, it's not Orchata. <laughs> it's uh, 
let's just assume that he doesn't know how to pronounce it. Hikara. <laughs> okay. Do you know a place I could maybe find more information about Minotaur's history? Well, if you want to look through my libraries, I have a good amount of information oh, about yeah? that. Yeah? That'd be greatly appreciated if you wouldn't mind me doing that over the next few days. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So, basically, mm -hmm. Toro kind of, but after hearing that, he, thinking back, were there really, there weren't, I'm guessing, that many Minotaurs around on Torel, right? There were a few. Oh, I mean, the, uh, that I knew of. Like, Oh, they, that you yourself knew? Yeah, I mean, like. You met a few. I met a few, but, like, they were definitely few and far between. Yeah, they weren't that common. Yeah. Uh, Just at least where you guys were in, like, that yeah. portion of, like, the sea and stuff. Um, not that common. Yeah, it's H apostrophe C. So I was saying it right. It's Hakata. It's H apostrophe C A T H A. Hakata. And that's where the Minotaurs are now? Uh, no, they're on a moon that rotates around it. Gotcha. He did not tell you the name of the moon. Gotcha. All right, yeah. So basically, I'm just going to be in my downtime. Not mm -hmm. that Toro is necessarily great at doing uh, library research or that he's done it before, but he's just going to try to maybe get some information about Minotaurs in, I guess, this part of the galaxy, figuring out maybe if, like, they'd ever been to Torel Make before. a history or investigation check. Yeah, and I'm guessing this has happened over the uh, series of days. Yeah, on and off. Well, they're both the same, so uh, I'll make I'll make an investigation. If it's the same, it doesn't matter. It's a ten. Ten. Okay. Um, you don't find a lot, but okay. this is what you gather. Hikata is the eighth planet, uh, farthest away from the sun, here in your solar system. It does have a moon, uh, which is known as. Drefold. Yeah. So that's D R E F O L D. Okay. Um, which I just completely came up with, so I hope it doesn't have an offensive meaning or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. we good, we good. Okay, cool. Um, it means when, you're, when you're a DM in 2019, it's a slur <laughs> in Canada. Like that's what I that's what I was about to say. I hope it's not like a slur or some shit. Uh, in any case, um. So, yeah, that, that's, the, that's the name of the moon. Uh, that's where they live, uh, as far as you can gather. They, the current group of minotaurs that live on that moon are basically the remains of a minotaur uh, sort of empire that spanned an entire planet in uh, another galaxy. However, you cannot find the name of the planet or what the name of that empire was, unfortunately. Uh, the book does not, does not go into that much detail. Gotcha. Um, but what you can gather is that this empire consisted of minotaurs and tieflings. Okay. And some humans as well. But that's no longer the case on this new moon? This new one or seems to... Well, you don't really know. They, they say that the remains of that empire have ended up on that moon. Okay. Uh, but they've mostly transitioned to a sort of mercenary style um, sort of hmm. work now. It's not even really a, a kingdom necessarily. It's just basically groups of mercenaries that live on that moon. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. And so that's what's left of the Minotaur Empire, supposedly. Dang. Nothing mentioned about Teriel. 
Turil? Turil. Damn it. Um, it is known that some Turil. Minotaurs have traveled to Turil back thousands of years ago. Oh. Um, that, like, you assume, possibly, that, like... It doesn't say much, but it does say, like, they used to travel around. So, it's possible that some maybe made their way to Turil at some point before Turil was closed off. Yeah, from, um, yeah, that's the, from everyone. Okay. So, maybe that's how. Um, but that's all you can gather. All right. <clears throat> I can't wait to find out the mystery about why we can't go to Toril. Yeah. That's not on the radar right now. Okay. Um, Long-term goals. <laughs> Long-term goals. I already have an idea. Yeah. Okay. I think I'll... Yeah, I think Toro will be content with that for now, and I think he'll just head back to the ship, and probably the next day will be when we all meet up again. And... That at that time I'll probably go to the shop and also look for sh- ship upgrades. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to do? You're good. No, that's 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 about what I wanted to do. All right, let me add one thing in. Um, sure. Let's say while you're working on your axe. Yeah. Uh, at one point, Vita will walk in, okay. and she'll ask you, Toro, do you think you could make me something? <sighs> um, depends what it is. It's the first thing I'm making, so we'll see how this turns out. But so far, it looks like it's gonna be all right. So yeah, I could maybe. Make Could you, you make something? me a sword with a bowstring on one side and the blade on the other side, if that makes sense? So like, like oh, like a single-sided blade and on the flat edge have it, a bowstring connected to it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I can maybe try to make something like that. I'll talk to Mahim. I can't promise Thank it's going to be good. What material? Just normal metal? Okay. I mean, that doesn't fall apart, obviously, but, you know. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that'll be good practice for me. Sure. Yeah. I Hopefully, I'll have it done before we leave. Okay. All How right. much will that cost me? Uh, Don't worry about it right now. We'll talk about it when I have actually made it. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, okay. So, yeah. I'll, so, I'll go from researching parts of the day to going to work on that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so, let me make sure I'm getting it right. So, it's literally... So, it's... It's like it's a normal blade, but mm-hmm. I from I think what she's made is she want basically one side to be edged and one side to be just flat blunt and yeah, then and connected then like to that blunt end. She wants like a so how you can cut into the blade and you not can make a, like do no, no, a bowstring no, 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 of like no, no, an no, instrument. Not a not a bowstring. Oh, a bowstring. Like bow violin. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Actually, yeah, so Tor- Toro's first thing, he's he's going to make the blade, right? Mm. Or let me yeah, he'll go and start making the blade first. Okay. And I'll I'll ask Mahim if he has some metal I can buy from him, just some normal yeah, iron or some, um, some steel. Uh, we'll say it's just like 60 gold. 60 gold. Two. Oh for- wait, did she What sword does she normally use? She uses a short sword? She uses a rapier. A rapier? Mhm. Okay, but so for this Actually, I'd probably, I'd probably rocky talk here. I'd be like, hey, Vita, I'm not sure. I know you normally use a rapier. I don't know what weapons you know how to use. Do you want this to be like a long sword, short sword? Rapier sounds good. You want a rapier? Yeah. Okay. A rapier with a blade? Wait, what? Rapiers are normally pointed. Yeah. Like piercing damage. So you just want a rapier that has a bowstring on it. Yeah. Is that possible? 
Yeah, I don't know how you're gonna fire arrows from that. No, 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 no. Like a bowstring for oh. violin. Oh shit! Wow. Okay, I'm really glad you told me that because I was. <laughs> no, I don't. Jack, know. Jack's like hijacking, like Jackson on the conversation. <laughs> no, fuck off. What the fuck? Fuck off, Captain. You're, te- you're teaching your class. Can Jack be like listening to me? No, how? This how? Is damn it. How? Private phone call. <laughs> if you can explain it, sure. But if you can't okay. explain it, no. I was talking to Vita while after she left. I was like, so you want <laughs> what? Right. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Is this yeah. possible or not? Uh, no, I I think I think it is. Okay, cool. Alright, gotcha. Alright. So on top of that, mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask Mahim for the metal to make a rapier. Okay. So how much will that cost? So would you make the, a would rapier? Would just be the normal price of a rapier? Rapiers usually cost twenty five, but to put the special attachment, let's just say it costs like extra, like twenty, so forty five over, maybe. Okay. Yeah. What I was gonna do is I, I actually also want to, I guess as a part of that, probably find like a music shop or something. Mm-hmm. And I guess I I, I want to try to super cheap. You can like just think of it as like neg- negligible cost. What. The, the, you think of the actual string for a no, yeah, no. I want to look at how it's attached. Oh, okay. Toro's not extract extremely uh, familiar with musical instruments. Yeah. So, okay. I guess I want to I want to see how it's attached, and okay. then I guess. I, and I. I guess I want to figure out if I can attach it to metal, or it, I normally see instruments made out of wood. Yeah. So. I'm basically, I, I'm basically trying, whoever, whatever shopkeep is having to deal with this minotaur trying to talk about musical instruments, and she's like, can I, so like, I basically want a single violin string, but attached to like a sword, like metal. Oh. Does that work? Can I do sure. that? I mean, go for it. Honestly, what the fuck? Why not? Like, <laughs> if this is what music has come to in this day and age, well, yeah. I'm, I'm just creating the thing. I don't know. Yeah, go for it, man. Hey, Grandpa. Is there... Is there well, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off, child. Is I there, don't want to talk to you. <laughs> should, do, do I just want to actually, like, embed the string into the, like, a metal preface somewhere or just tie it off to the thing? Let's say, um... Hold on, let me look up a picture of a rapier. Let's think about this. Yeah, because a rapier, it's... Yeah, I know what a rapier looks like. I'm just trying to think of, like, where could we put it on it? I mean, I guess what I'd think of is... What if, like... So it's still a flat blade. So what if on, like, one side you put the bowstring and on the other side... Yeah, I would... But I have to have something to be able to tune and tighten it. So some type of contraption on the side. That could be, like, a very Maybe at the base you could put one. Yeah, so so I do do it inverse like that. So, like, around the guard... Well, not, mm-hmm. but there would also be like a mechanism to where you could tune. It's just a single string now. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then I just probably, I probably have like a little notch, like a little uh, ex- extruded bit on a side of the rapier where I could tie off the string. I guess I just do that. Making fantasy weapons is hard, people. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I guess, I I, guess I'm just I am I, I, gonna have to be really careful oh. when I'm putting the oh, oh, oh. the bow into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a good idea. Yeah, just do that. You could put it on the flat end, or you could put it on like the one like sharp like end, right? You could just put it like like kind of raised off a little bit. You can put that there. And also, rapiers are usually longer than like a bow for sure. So 
if since it's not that yeah big, after studying the boat I, I actually know what I'm gonna do because okay. I'm also looking up a picture because I'm not super familiar with it so yeah, yeah. what Troy's gonna do is on the guard he's gonna have that's gonna be the base of the bow okay and he's gonna add like he's gonna have like a little metal preface preface piece where mm-hmm. it can actually and maybe some type of tightening mechanism there mm-hmm. that might be a little harder you might have Mahim helping out with that a little bit okay because it's a little more fine stuff and then it's gonna go all, so it's gonna be two sided it's gonna have it's gonna be flat it's not gonna be rounded but it's gonna be thin so it's gonna be a rapier pointed on the end okay and I'm just gonna have it to where it it attaches I'm gonna try to basically just morph it into the metal as I'm forging it mm-hmm. as it's cooling down which I know is gonna be hard because I don't want to catch the bow on fire yeah so that's what I'm gonna try to do. Okay, cool. Make three subsequent uh, smithing checks. One Kay. of them make it with advantage. Okay, uh, so will help you here, look, so first one I'm guessing is to be mainly forging the blade. Yes. So what is what am I doing for this? Forging literally is, strength plus your. Proficiency. Do I have proficiency? Okay, yeah. and this is just made straight roll. Uh yeah. Okay, so strength plus proficiency. Okay. Okay. Uh oh, that's I'm looking at the wrong character. Sorry. Um, that's a twenty-one. Perfect. Okay, so the so rapier. Basically, you, overall, you get the yeah. metal together, you heat it up in the forge, and you are able to start banging away and like flattening into okay. a yeah. solid piece. Okay, Now I'm. You're, ma- you're flattening um, it. You're, sharp- you're flattening out the blade and uh, sharpening it. Yeah. So, and, then bef- and then I want to. So that's what you're doing right now. So that's yeah, yeah. Check. So that's that. Oh, is there another check for yeah, that? That's another check for that one. Okay, same thing. First one was basically getting the metal together and heating it up and getting into a usable way. All right, so this one, same, same type of check? Yeah. That's, That's a natural one. Okay. Am I going to mean to make... No, it's fine. You can, you can still make it. It'll just bring up the cost by like 30. So we're at 75 now. But okay. Sure not but the other so I need one, to make another one, basically. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. But I I know how to make... I can make you, it. You make it. You make okay. It. Don't worry All about right. that. Now, this next part. This yeah. next part's going to be doing the bow portion. Okay. So basically, I'm going to try to insert... I'm going to try, I basically, uh, honestly, I'll just get some bow material from that guy, the mm-hmm. musician. Yeah. And basically. So this is the I'm, fine-tuning part. Yeah. So this one, we'll say it's an intelligence check or wisdom check, uh, whichever one you want to do. Oh. Um, and you can okay. do it with advantage since Mahim is helping you. Yeah. I want that. No proficiency, just straight wisdom or int. I mean, yeah, what, type of, what type of tools do you have? I mean, I have navigator's tools and smith's tools. <laughs> oh, those yeah. are the proficiencies I have. Yeah, no, that's that's not going to help you. Yeah, uh, no. Uh, so, yeah, just a plain old wisdom slash intelligence throw. I would. I know it's kind of weird to say, like, wisdom or intelligence, but I feel like it can go either way here. Okay, I mean, I'm going to choose so, wisdom like, then. Do. Wow. 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 Both of those kind of suck. It's a nine. Nine. It's a five yep. and seven. Rip. Ladies okay. and gentlemen. Yeah, you are. Uh, <laughs> at one point, Mahim looks at you and is like, Toro, uh, why don't you just leave for a little bit? And uh, I'll, I'll just finish up, you know? Why, why don't you go finish on your blade? Why don't you go finish your axe? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Toro's just like, damn, it's so much easier just making normal big 
sharp weapons. <laughs> I'm not cut out for Big, this weird shit, blade. dude. I'm not cut out for this complex bow shit. I'm not a fucking musician. At least you didn't. I wanted to see the checks he was going to make to have to make like a sword bow. <laughs> I'm glad we got that clarified. <laughs> I honestly was kind of tempted like not to correct them. Like we shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> All right. Okay. So um, I'll leave. Okay. Yeah, you tried. Uh, so... <laughs> Basically, the final cost has now come up to a hundred gold. That's fine. I'll pay for that. Okay. Oh. Rip. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. So so I lose hundred gold. Toro. Okay. So I'll I'll pay for that in platinum. Okay. Because I it's basically Mahim I'm paying. Yeah. For yeah. material and. Laser yep. Cost, I give yeah. him ten platinum. Okay. Cool. So you have. That, I'll, I'll finish my blade. I'll come back. I think I got it. Oh wow. You actually got it. You didn't burn the. You know what? I think I'm better with just sharp weapons. I, 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 agree, don't th- I don't think I'm at that level yet. I agree, Toro, but don't worry. One day you'll get to it. I mean, do you get requests like this, though? Like, is this normal? No, this is pretty much a f- fine work of art. I've never had to do anything like this before. Okay. All right. I mean, I, I think this is what she wanted. So, so I guess I'll, I'll contact Vita when I'm at Taha's place one time. I'll be like, hey, Vita, I, uh, I got the rapier for you. I'm at Taha's place doing some research on my own if you want to come by and pick oh, that, that up. Oh, that sounds great. I'll, I'll come and get it. Fuck! And then uh, you hear like some screaming in the background. I'll come and get it later. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you good? Oh, I'll be fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. And she puts on the thing. Okay. Taha's kind of... Hmm. Yeah. Taha's thinking back to how she just kind of randomly left and she randomly asked her for this. Something's up. Um, this is literally right after, uh, or when do you want to meet him? Let's say that much. So you have a week until like leave to Raven's moon is what we're saying. So like, yeah. what, is, what is your plan? Um, or when do you want to meet Taha? So I'll relax the next day, right? I'll meet Taha after I talk to Quinn. Cause okay. I met Quinn or I talked with Quinn the day after, mm-hmm. um, I'll meet Taha like three days after three days after, three days after we get back to saloon. Um, okay, so what exactly do you do? Do you just like kind of barge in or like what? what <laughs> Ta, what's going on? What's happening? How are you? No. <laughs> um, um, I guess I'm just, I guess I'm just like wanting to know more about him and okay. about like how he like is in the position he's in, like the life he's lived, etc. Like why he. Well, not necessarily like his whole background. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. not what I'm asking for. But just like, no, I know, I, I know what you mean. But uh, like, I'm just curious, how are you exactly going about this? Are you just like, um, tell so, me about your life, dude? Or like, <laughs> yeah, just like, hey, um, I guess I'm just like, 
I m talked to him earlier, like, uh, so after I meet with Quinn the next day, I said, like, hey, do you want to get food or something with me? Okay. And then we meet up and get food and discuss so I can, okay. like, get more information. And my motive is just kind of, like, A, learning more about who we're working for and B, seeing if we can get any more information just, like, going forward for any more missions that he assigns us with to know that, like, no, uh, no, no, no. Yeah. Um, so Taha uh, says, yeah, sure, that'd be fine. Uh, why don't you just uh, go ahead and meet me at the uh, at my house and we'll eat there. We have a... Is the whole roller coaster thing in Taha's house? Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was just like his office. <laughs> so, no, 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 that's not his office. That was like... So basically what happened is you, you see like whenever you guys approach the house, like there's like a massive area behind. So there's like a huge wall around the whole property, right? But like he has a huge forested area like behind the house, like a backyard almost uh, with a massive mm. fence. And that's kind of where there's like a little mountain in there and everything. And that's where this like roller coaster thing was basically. You know, a throwaway gag, which is forever there now. <laughs> <laughs> forever. I still think about it. All the fucking gorillas and shit. Damn. That was fucking amazing. I was yeah. like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> okay, so I go meet him at his house. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, you go ahead and meet Taha. He's uh, in a... Ding dong. <laughs> Josephine opens up. Oh, Ethan, you're here? Oh, come on. You two live together? I work here. You work in Taha's home. I'm his maid. And do you live here as well? I have a room. I don't stay here always. Crazy. Wow, Josephine, there's a side of you that I, I didn't know. Ethan, are you all right? <laughs> Take me to Taha, Josephine. All right, and then she, she like, guides you over, a little confused. Um... <laughs> She guides you over to the uh, banquet hall. Um, large, large dining room, uh, basically. not a banquet Eat the hall. rich. Eat the rich. Um, <laughs> huge dining hall and long, long table. It goes on. And you could say it would probably fit about 30 to 40 people uh, at this table. Uh, Tom is just at, like one corner, sort of like sitting there by himself. Ethan, how are you, dude? Hello, Come on in. Hello, How are you? I'm all right. Uh, I thought we could just, you know, meet up here, come from my home, eat a couple meals, a small, you know, nice meal. and <laughs> Eat <know>. a couple <laughs> meals. <laughs> yeah, you know, depending on how long we talk, yeah, you know, maybe true. like lunch yeah. and dinner. Mm, I appreciate combination meals. Yes. Um, this is wonderful. This works out for me. All right. Uh, while you're sitting there, you see like some servant comes along and serves you guys. Uh probably asks you what you want more than like just brings you whatever mm. so what do you want i want um something that's like leafy vegetables like okay nothing too heavy but like mm. also like healthy stuff no red meat just like yeah just like Leafy vegetables, greens, etc., with like sauce and stuff. Okay, so they're bringing out like a a moon salad. Uh, mm. It's like using a sort of variety of cabbage, I guess, that is extremely pale and very white, uh, almost like the moony 
like mm. almost like the moon's at, like surface. Uh, I love that. And uh, it love has like a purple sauce on top of it, which has like a beet-like flavor. This is delicious, Taha. Thank you. Uh, we'll send the compliments to the chef inside. Uh, in any case, Ethan, uh, you know, you said you wanted to talk to me. What's up? Well, I just wanted to get a better idea of who you are. We didn't really get to formally excuse me, introduce ourselves. We didn't really get to formally introduce ourselves when we first got acquainted because of you know the whole gorilla attack and it was very prominent and yeah, I, I feel I feel like I don't know you that well Taha what's your, what's your last name Taha Vertis Vertis oh I should have known that you're right you have told me that Taha Vertis well Taha are you from Saloon um yeah I was born here uh I've lived here all my life I've left in the past but nowadays I Mostly just stay here on Saloon. And what led you to have the job that you have now? Well, Golden Claw is a pretty old organization. My mother was actually the one who, one of the founding members, and I've sort of taken on her mantle. Your mother, and was she a prime member of the Golden Claw organization? Yeah, she was a founding member. Oh, wow, a founding member. So... You probably had a lot of pressure on you. I mean, yeah, but I had to take it over when I was relatively young, and I've sort of grown up in it. So at this point, it's kind of, I don't know, I'm used to it. It's a part of you? In a way. Wasn't there anyone else to take on the burden? No, not really. Uh, um, sort of everyone under the Veritas portion of the uh, company was sort of in a perilous situation when my mom left and uh so yeah. you're what do you mean left disappeared if that makes sense Disapp did you think she disappeared of her own will or that there was foul play involved i mean i like to believe it was foul play but uh i don't know as years go by it gets harder to find any evidence that it was and sort of justify it. So. Hmm. Interesting. I'm not close with my parents either. Really? Really. I mean, it's not like you can really visit them anymore either. I'm sorry about that, but, uh, very true. Very true. But from what I hear about these watchtower halflings, they know more about me than I know about them. Do you know anything about them? Have you heard any rumors? Well, technically, Gold Claw does work with them on occasion. We do help them and protect mm. them if they require it, which is rare, if ever. Um, I'll say this much. the Most people say not to trust a Watchtower halfling, but on account of you're from Tyrell and not from the Watchtower, that's mostly why I think I have grown to trust you and your group mostly. It seems like you guys don't really know what the Anything. Watchtower... Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> you guys don't really know much about the Watchtower and it seems like you have no idea who they are, almost. Um, they are strange, to say the least. We don't really understand much about them 
they have a very secluded culture out there in their big clock. Their main export is clocks and various devices, uh, various technology. We know mm. that they do have research outposts here and there, mostly harmless. Though, from what you guys told me, it seems like one went rogue and they took care of that. Yes, I remember him. He was quite the character. For the most part, they seem to be a relatively neutral force, not getting involved in politics or wars or anything of the sort. But, I don't know. Golden Claw's position on them has mostly been cautious, if that makes sense. Cautious, but supportive. Exactly. Hmm. That leads me to my next question. of Why were you so comfortable hiring us? Why did you end up... To tell you the truth, you guys did kind of fail the entrance exam. That was pretty bad. <laughs> I, the Xenomorph juice was pretty terrible. <laughs> I thought it was clever, Taha. What other fucking drink starts with an uh, That's what I'm saying. Like, there was literally a cabinet with drinks labeled from A to Z. And if you had just looked in there, you would have found five different ones. But that we with passed. After Josephine kept coughing and pointing towards, like, <laughs> the clues, which was pretty sad. I'm sorry that we didn't figure that part of your little test out, Taha. It was pretty sad. I'm not going to lie. But, you know. But what you happened, still happened. ended up accepting us. Why? Did you see something special in any one of us in particular? And at this well, point, Ethan kind of does this. <laughs> He's like, hand uh, under his chin and like presents himself. No. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> no, no. Um, it wasn't necessarily that. It was just more of... Hmm. Uh, I think I felt... I don't want to say pity because it sounds bad, but <laughs> I felt bad for all of you since it seems you wandered upon a spell jammer that was left out there on Tyrell somehow and undiscovered for so many years. Um, and then you just ended up here in space and you didn't know what you were doing. And I just felt that if I let you all go, you may, I don't know, go down the wrong path or be killed and destroyed before... We were even able to figure out what was going on with all of you. Well, you're probably right about that. We probably would have ended up dead somewhere. So, I mean, on account of Tito Lounge almost tricking you all and ki trying to kill you guys, I think it was good to sort of take you guys under, you know, the Veritas uh, group and just figure out... So uh, you think of us as sons? Um... I think that's what I heard. Taha, no takes these backsies. Ethan, your personality has changed <laughs> quite a bit. What happened exactly on that fish planet? Truly too much. Too much <laughs> happened. Uh, oh my God. Three months of fucking insanity <laughs> on that planet. <laughs> Listen, the fish so planet. So much not accomplished and yet so much happened. Truly. Like, I... I went into this experience such a serious man focused on running from my past, but I've learned to embrace the moment. And additionally, it's been 
three days since I've been back, and I still feel like I'm deprived of oxygen, so I may be a little loopy. It is a little low. I, wait, have you been taking your, like, oxygen pills? That may be the problem. I, I, mean, I may have missed a few doses here and there. I get a little distracted in the morning. Yeah, sometimes. your lungs eventually get used to it. You'll be fine. Yeah, so I may still be a little loopy from wearing off from the, the spells of being underwater for too long. So forgive me if I'm not making the sense. Taha. Well, maybe not sons, but apprentices. Oh, I'll take it. I'll take apprentices it. that I view as capable, capable, and then maybe I have some fatherly feelings towards. Hey, oh, there you go. Uh, that's what I've always wanted to hear. I told you I'm not close to my parents. They never would accept me for who I am. I ran away from home, Taha. You know that, though. Uh, yeah, you've told me already this. know that yet. Uh, it's so nice to get to know you on a personal level, Taha. Yeah, it's uh, it's good to talk with you as well, Ethan. Yes, I'm so glad we agreed to do this away from the rest of them. You know, sometimes they shun me because I'm short. Really? That's that's what I think. They do shun me. I don't know if it's because I'm short, but that's what I choose to believe. Well, Ethan. Size is definitely not an indicator of power. I'll tell you that much. Very true. I could burn your eyebrows off if I really wanted to. I'd love to see you try. <laughs> I, I'll save it for another day, Taha. Yeah. Don't tease me like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why don't we keep that for a very, very far away day? Yes. <laughs> when one of us is dead. Probably will be you, but... Probably. <laughs> probably. You're probably right. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> any other questions? Um, any other questions you have for me, Ethan? I think for now, I've gotten to know you well enough. I've gotten to... So, you mentioned your mother, but what about your father? Never knew. Never knew him. Classic. Ugh, Men know. ain't shit. <laughs> yeah. Said a booming voice from heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Man ain't shit. <laughs> oh, I think that was just God knows Jefferson. <laughs> mm. We hear him sometimes. It's sometimes, just, just, yeah. You know, he only speaks truth. Mm. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> mm. Do you have any questions for me, Taha? Do you want to know about me or any of us on the team? I would be happy to give you a rundown. Yeah, I was a little curious. Um, I remember one time so someone offhandedly mentioned Jory's uh, like pig thing that happened. Mm. What exactly, what the fuck was that? Like, what happened there? So, are you referencing the pig in general? Or are you referencing when the pig was possessed by a voice and kind of led us to another dimension where we defeated the hags and a god? Um, the 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 latter. Okay. Well, basically, what happened was the blah, pig. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's crazy that that all happened. But yes, Edna was wild that day. How does? I feel like there's more to that one. Probably. I don't think we've ever revisited it, though. I think we just kind of moved past it immediately after That's it worrying. happened. That's really worrying. I, well, I, I mean, 
we have kind of a, a la-di-da attitude on possessions happening. It's happened to us mm-hmm. more times than we would care to admit. That and strange dreams as well. Strange dreams, huh? Yes, I, there were multiple times where I'd death by octopus occurred in my dreams. Oh. But... Well, that's probably related to the Umberly stuff that happened. Oh, probably, but I know Jory has his fair spare, fair share of spells that he falls under when he dreams. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I'm kind of done with my meal. If you want to hang out a little bit more, we can walk through the garden and kill some gorillas. You have more gorillas in the garden? They're always there. No matter how many I kill, they always find a way to come back. That's crazy. Let's go kill some ta. And then me and Tahan go kill gorillas. Father-son bonding. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's actually my entire character now, is that I have daddy issues. And I'm dependent <laughs> on Tahan. <laughs> For the fatherly love I never received growing up. <laughs> and you're like, Tahan, Taha, <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> That's actually the Dupont light. Oh, oh my lord. Even exploring his parental issues. Oh, shit. here. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Sales Off the Rails. Uh, this one is a Solar Solace, uh, which is what I've renamed what we used to call the Interstellar Breaks, um, just because I think it kind of keeps in line with the whole alliteration thing we have going in most of our episodes, which is kind of nice. Um, and I, I apologize if right now uh, I sound like garbage. I'm having to use the laptop microphone uh because i'm traveling holidays and mess uh, so i can't don't have a good mic uh that i can use right now so sorry about that also there's a dog that's right next to me well 10 feet away from me and it's like making weird noises occasionally so you might hear that so sorry about that as well uh, in any case, friendly reminder to follow us on Twitter at SalesOffRails or email us if you would like to name a character. We had a couple characters this episode who were named after um, Twitter followers that we have, such as uh, Barry and Portly, Oleander, and those five students that Jack has named the Brunch Bunch. So if you'd like to be part of uh, another kind of Brunch Bunch or some sort of random thing like that, hey, go ahead and follow us on Twitter. And if you guys are enjoying the podcast, uh, please share it with friends, uh, parents, siblings, mailmen, whoever, really. Uh, possibilities, as always, are endless. Uh, it really helps us out. We appreciate it. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, really wherever uh, podcasts can be found. Now, for all the music we use this episode, we have Guardians by Art of Escapism, Green Lights by Jazar, Ruffling Feathers by Jesse Spillane, Beach Disco by Dougie Wood, I've Just Had an Apostrophe by Spaz Cardigan, Siesta by Jazar, Recreation by Airtone, Steeler by Density and Time, The Great Avenger by Silent Partner, and Distant Lands by Honey Dixit. If you guys have any questions, concerns, suggestions, whatever, 
uh, feel free to email us at salesofftherails at gmail.com or check us out on our website, which is salesofftherails.podbean.com. Again, salesofftherails.podbean.com. In any case, thank you all so much for listening. Please enjoy the rest of the episode and have a nice day. Let's say that you're, well, what are you doing during your free time? Let's start off with that. What am I doing during my free time? Yeah. Where did we leave off? We were in the, we just talked to Taha, right? Yeah. So we talked to Taha and he was, he was saying bad shit's going down. I don't know. I feel like I'm, uh, I feel like I'm researching the Elven fleet. You want to research the Elven fleet? Um... Well, there are libraries you could go. Like, what are you doing to research? Yeah, I'll head. I'll head. I'll head to that library, whatever one I can find. Okay. Yeah, there's like a, a plan. big old um, library, which I mentioned the name to once a long time ago, but finding the name right now would be a disaster. So instead, we'll just say you go there, and yeah, you can make like a history check if you want, or investigation check. Is it history? Yeah, history or investigation. Okay, it's plus three, so 14. 14, okay. So with the 14, you find um, really basic information. Elven Fleet founded about 2,000-ish years ago. And there's not much to read up on. There's like, you find like the designs of like some of their ships, which are oftentimes very nature-based. Um like resembling leaves or um, trees and stuff like that. And you're also able to find a couple of uh, references to initial conflicts with the Gephoran Empire a couple of hundred years ago and ongoing efforts to prevent them from coming in to the uh, solar system. You also find, I don't know, some basic stuff, I guess, uh, just sort of about like what they currently do and like where cool. they currently are located. Cool. There's not much to it. That's all I find? Alright. Yeah, there's not really much to... Like, just from like what's publicly available in this library, you're not able to find much else. Okay. Uh, that's cool. Gifforin Empire. Uh, Gifforin Empire. Okay. Gifforin. Gifforin. Alright. Night. Huh? Cool. Okay, so... I've learned that much. <laughs> So anything else specifically you want to do? Hmm. Would Taha know anything? What do you want to ask him? Like anything? Hey man, you know anything about the Elven fleet? What's up with them? You know? Sure. So let's say you go there and you ask him that uh, at his mansion. Well, Jory, um, uh, we at Golden Claw sort of have a neutral relationship with them. We kind of work with them every now and then to prevent Gifroran uh, incursions into the solar system, uh, basic stuff like that. We don't really deal with them all that much, though. They technically 
have control over the space around Saloon and the first three planets, uh, four planets, sorry, in the solar system, but that's about all I know about them. And now this Giforan Empire, what do you know about them? About 2,000 years ago, there was a really big war with these, uh, this empire in another uh, solar system, and in fact, they had been expanding across multiple solar systems. So 2,000 years ago, almost everyone in this solar system sort of banded together to keep them from invading, and we were able to close off the entrance into this solar system. Uh, and ever since then, there's been a few incursions by them, a few efforts to invade, but none successful. Cool. All right, well, thank you for your help, Mr. Toffa. No I problem, Jory. I appreciate your time. I got some information. I got some information. Ready to fight the Elven Fleet. The Gifferin Empire. I mean the Elven Fleet. Uh, okay. We'll figure out who I'm fighting. Okay. So that... Um, are you done with your investigation bit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright. So let's say one day at your... Um, what was it? It was like you were a chef in training. Oh yeah, uh, I was a chef for a bit. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're still cooking. Are you still doing that? I, yeah. I'm, I'm cooking mostly for the crew. I feel like... The job aspect of it has kind of shifted. Okay. Maybe I'll stop by and say hello. Okay. It's been, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Okay. So you go by. It's only been a week, but <laughs> you yeah. go by. Uh, it's only to, one week. I mean, <laughs> you, 10 episodes later. <laughs> 10 episodes. One, like, what, five months later. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, you get wow. to Oaken's place, uh, his restaurant. Uh, you kind of see him, like, serving customers, and he sort of comes up to you. Jody, it's been a while. How are you? Hey, man, it's been like one week. How's it going, man? You got restaurant up and going, monster meat. You know, you know how it is. Jody, I mean, be quiet. I mean, monster meat. There you go. Classic. classic yeah. What have you been up to? You know, fought some flaming monsters, fought some witches, uh, killed a shark, sold the meat. It was a good time. Good time, man. A big shark, huh? Yeah, yeah, man, big shark, big shark. Kind of looks like, you up and down, uh, and he's like, "Looks like you uh got chewed up pretty good there." Oh, well, thank, thank you. I mean, uh, I, <laughs> he's kind of looking at like the tattered clothes and. I guess, I like, guess, uh, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty beat up, you know. It's got, it got to been rough times, rough times indeed. Hmm. Well, I could. Well, you know, you were pretty good for the one week you worked here. I don't mind. Listen, I know of a, of a special kind of protection you could use since you're going off on all these journeys out there and, uh, you know, just yeah, getting man. injured. <laughs> yeah, I could use the help. You, you, all these clothes, let see. This stuff's okay. falling off. It's, it's really not good. I, I'm just like ripping off like parts of my clothing. Uh, no, please see, don't see? strip in the restaurant. Oh. Please, I'm this is sorry. a family oh establishment. I'm sorry, man. Sorry. Excuse one chi- one woman with her, like covers her child's eyes. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like a nice restaurant. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> love this. Pretty much. Love this. Uh, then he's like, okay, mm. meet me at. Um, do you know of a place? It's a mansion far off near a forest. It's owned by a man named Taha. Meet me there. Oh yeah, I know that guy. Oh, yeah, Where is it? Okay, so 
Uh, let's say he tells you to meet up the next day. And cool. so you head off to Taha's mansion and you see uh, Oaken is hanging out uh, by the wall, like off to the side. All right. All right, Jory. We're going to climb the wall and get in. And then we're going to go through the forest area. You know, I could probably just walk in. This no, guy. we must oh. do this. Oh, okay. I got you, you know. All right, we're climbing. Let's climb mm-hmm. up this wall. Okay. So you guys... Yeah, just make an athletics check. Probably not gonna be the best. Make it with advantage because he helped you. Because he helped me. He helped you. It's get the same up. role. <laughs> Fucking shit. It's uh, could it be acrobatics? No, uh, athletics. Maybe it's you, a it's a twelve. You can get over the wall with a twelve. It's fine. Okay. All right. And so you guys uh, head into the forest area behind Taha's house, you see the sort of roller coaster above you. As oh, yeah, this is where we fought the, like, the monkeys and shit. Yeah. Oh, long so ago. So he basically leads you deeper into the forest until eventually um, you guys are sort of approaching a clearing. And you all enter into this clearing in the forest, and in front of you there's this like large cave. Hmm. Large cave. I guess we going in there right now, maybe? No. Yeah. Oh. And then... Uh, Sort of, you hear, like, from the side. You hear that? And then you just see, like, this, like, head pop up from, like, the trees. And then, like, another one. And, like, before you know it, there's, like, these, like, at least 30 or so of these gorillas with, like, white, long fur just looking down at you from the trees and like from between shit did i take speak with animals (laughs) (laughs) this would have been a perfect time for that um calm down don't worry they won't harm us all right all right and then he uh, basically makes a motion with his hand where he puts it in a fist and like kind of does a little thing with his fingers and then he beats on his chest three times in quick succession and then you see all the gorillas just kind of looking at each other and like they start to get more frenzied like <laughs> and like they're sort of like banging their like chests and like banging against the trees cool uh okay i like this explanations um makes a lot of sense Jordan, yeah. we just all right get ready for a fight what we just fuck? challenged <laughs> their leader why why did we do this <laughs> What the fuck did you get me into? <laughs> and then um, from within the cave, you can hear like... I thought we were going shopping. I just wanted a shirt. God damn it. <laughs> you hear like this loud... <laughs> of like footsteps, like sort of... Sh- no Foley, Blake. No Foley. No that. Foley allowed. Okay. Get out of here. No Foley noises. No Foley noises. <laughs> you see uh, basically from within the cave, this mm. large white gorilla begins to emerge and the first thing that strikes you about it is the four arms it has and oh it the comes four? okay now clarification the four arms or the four arms arms four arms yes four arms yes four arms so he has four arms or four arms two legs oh so f- the number four yes okay not never mind no, oh no, not like no, F4. No, no, no. Oh, okay, so okay. He has really big forearms. He's been <laughs> He's been fucking No, he does too. He's been working okay. the fuck out. So he has four arms with big forearms. Yes. Okay, cool. Four arms with big forearms. Yes. I like it. And so this humongous white gorilla exits the cave 
and sort of looks down at is, you and Oaken. Is he a spider monkey? No, spiders have eight. Is he a... Fuck, what has, what has six legs? Squids. No, they have eight. They're, they're octopus. I know this. Just I'm, fight it. I can talk to him. And then you see, like, <laughs> the, the, it has, like, two littler arms. Like, uh, the ones on the bottom are a little bit smaller. All right. And so it uses those to beat its chest while it, like, makes a motion with, like, uh, upper arms. And it starts charging we'll at you guys. It. Okay. Let's initiative. roll initiative real quick. Oof. I got a... You got a four. I got a, I got a six. Beat that. <laughs> wow. We, we really... Wow, we really, we really got that one. Yeah. Um, so anyways, Oaken runs up to the gor- the gorilla and smacks it with his axe. We're gonna see what that does. That is going to hit. Seven health. Cool. Okay, I'm gonna use plain attack with the longbow. Okay. Does an 18 hit? Yes, sir. Okay, one to eight plus four. So that's eight damage. Eight damage. And then I'm going to hit him again with the longbow. Oh yeah, you have multi-attack now. Yeah, and we're gonna do... Yeah, I'm actually, before I do that, I'm gonna do Slayer's Prey okay. on it. Yeah. Uh, this one. Just say it ahead of time. No, no, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing it on that attack. I'm doing it on this one. Oh, this I can one. only do it once per turn. Okay. So I'm gonna do it and then. So this one, I'm gonna take a minus five penalty. Okay. It's minus five. Oof, natural one. Mm, so that's, that's a negative. That's plus nine minus five. It's a four. It's so not gonna hit. It's not. Natural one is a, always auto, automatic. Auto, yeah. yeah. Critical miss. Okay. That's fine. So you did eight damage. Okay. It, um, so initially, Oaken basically runs up, cuts it right across the stomach. You immediately shoot it. I also want to run away from it. Oh, okay, you're going to run off uh, yeah, away so from it. All right, 15, that's fine. 20, uh, it 30. smacks uh, him in the face. Sorry, Oaken. And then. I'm going to live through will, this one. So now it's this thing's turn. It will use its monkey attack. First thing it does, it's gonna bite Oaken. That's a fat rip on Oaken. Um, how much damage is that? Oh shit. Okay. Seven. Seven damage to it. Uh, or seven damage to Oaken. And He'll then be fine. He it uses a bonus action uh, to use its special ability. Cool. So from over there, it basically you see it bounding towards you. And it's gonna attack. So that's a twenty-something on the first hit. A sixteen on, or seventeen on the next attack. A misses you for sure. And then that should—that's a twenty, or no, nineteen. Sorry. Okay, so three of those hit. Three of those hit. So this man has six attacks per turn. Five. One bite on Oaken. Four attacks on you. Cool. So, yeah, I'm probably gonna die here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just using like, average damage for this one. So seven times three. Let's just say. Or actually, that sounds bad. I shouldn't do that. Hold on. Yeah. Four. Seven times three was. 
Yeah, that, that's bad. Yeah. So rough. I was just realizing. Um, I mean, I mean, the rolls are probably going to be worse. No, they're fine, actually. It's 13 plus uh, 17 damage. Cool. He's going to smack it. Natural 19. We need Whoa. something. Okay, so 11 damage to it. It's looking really bad. Thank God. <laughs> it's like really bad. Um, and then that's all he can do. Okay, well, I'll just shoot him again with the bow. Will I get disadvantage because I'm within his attack range or I'm not within my attack? I'm not within not five within, feet, yeah, so. You're fine. All right, first attack's gonna be normal. I don't use the like short range disadvantage rule. That's so. a twenty to oh, yeah. hit effective. Hmm. It's an effective twenty. Effective twenty. Okay. Yeah, that hits. Twenty-eight plus twenty-six. Oh, I forgot. So Oaken comes up, smacks this guy, draws his attention for a minute. Jory, you pull back your bow. It's gonna be eight damage. Eight damage. Okay. Good shit. And then. Then I'm gonna do the same thing except I'm gonna take a minus five penalty. Okay. To the attack. Go badly. I gotta actually <laughs> maybe I'll do a regular attack because I don't trust myself. No, I should have done the other one. Oh, okay, it's a nineteen plus yeah. nine. It's yeah. a million. Yeah. And we're gonna do one. Effectively. Eight. Yeah. God, these rolls are awful. That's another eight damage. Okay, how do you want? You you, <laughs> you killed it. Okay. I shoot him. him as he's charging at me. Shoot him in his foot, and he mm. falls over. Okay. And he he gone. So just like that. Um, sort of like in tandem with Oaken, you he smacks it from behind with his axe, cutting it up. It started begins to trip. Your arrow goes right through its foot, sort of pinning the foot into the ground. Uh, and unfortunately, that process breaks the gorilla's foot. It sort of bends forward and onto the ground. Wow. Yeah, pretty epic. Uh, <laughs> so that thing's dead. Uh, all the girls around you are like panicking, like, <laughs> and you see that. I am the gorilla king now. And then from the distance, you can oh, hear. Speak with animals would have been so great right you now. You can hear like some yelling, and you can kind of recognize the voices of um, Ethan Eigen and Taha. Hello. <laughs> you can't hear. We can't hear you, unfortunately, Jeff. <laughs> These mics are too good. Get out of here. <laughs> Anyways, um, so basically, you, you just hear them yelling as, and you hear a bunch of gorillas like pains uh, and like screams as like it seems like they're doing their own massacre of gorillas. Oh no! Nearby. Why? Why? No, God. That's explained my, in the other. Run, parts my of friends! Run with me! Come! <laughs> we will escape, and I, I lead them to safety. Animal handling check. Oh, I've never, I've ne I think I've done these, like, one of these once, but I'm really good at it. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, 20, it's a, it's a 20, uh, fucking four, 24. Well, I, am uh, I, am I the gorilla king now? I wasn't expecting that. Um, so surprisingly, Jory, what happens is, um, Oaken, like, starts beginning to carve the, uh, big, like, gorilla king, uh, mm. And it seems that the that whoever kills the old Gorilla King becomes the new Gorilla King. Yes. And so you are now Gorilla King. I'm Gorilla King. And um, okay. you are now leading a pack of wild gorillas out of Taha's backyard and 
over a fence. And you can hear Taha and Ethan are just like massacring gorillas in the distance. Oh, but God. it seems like you were su- successfully able to like lead well, them away. I I think that's a good place to leave it off. Yeah, I'm I the think gorilla, that's a really the yeah. gorilla king. I, I ride away with my one. new family. I don't need a pirate crew anymore. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay.